that's why when I hear coffee, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know, I can't handle a, a true coffee. So, so that's uh, that's my benchmark, anyways. Nice. So, well, uh, <laughs> I feel I feel good. We were talking earlier how it was like, what if Neo had taken the blue pill and the red pill at the same time? Right? Like, it would have been crazy. It would have been crazy. Would been crazy. What would have happened though? He would, maybe he just would have fucked everything up. He'd still be the one, but no powers because he took the other pill. Or he would have maybe he would have had a allergic anaphylactic reaction, and he just would have died unless Morpheus had <laughs> just an the next scene. He's in the that hospital. That was just the end of it. it. <laughs> Morpheus is like, "Fuck it, happened again, guys. Oh, you Sorry, idiot. The guy took both of them. Stop again. showing them both pills. <laughs> he needs fucks. choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain one, <laughs> and then put that one away, and then explain the other. This happens every time. This most, is our ninth, most guys in the a one. <laughs> most guys in a cubicle uh, are, uh, you know, raving at night. Right. True. <laughs> right. All right. Let me do this. We're on talking mush. This is interview number two, episode number three, and we're sitting down with Lars Classington. Hello, hello. The Thank in, you guys the for infamous, having me. The infamous Lars Classington. He's I love a, mushrooms, by the way. All of my experiences you. except one were awesome and one of them was a nightmare oh, so man. really be here Ooh, yeah. looking yeah. forward to hearing so about let's that. just jump right in how many experiences have you had i think i've done mushrooms probably 10 to 12 ish Ooh. times okay but um the first time was the nightmare then i did about three or four times in a span of maybe a year and then just recently this summer maybe the other four or five times wow so i'm kind of I'm, I'm on a recent mushroom kick and i'm a full advocate uh more so just for this like enlightening experience of it versus as a party. i don't think of them as a party drug anymore when i was in university mm. it was like seeing people oh we're all fucked up on mushrooms mm -hmm. but now i think it's like people should be prescribed mushrooms i think uh just like meditation just like any other sort of mental practice yeah how would you uh describe a psychedelic trip to someone who's never had one before well, well obviously it totally depends on how, mu how many you do and it does obviously depend on your mental state going into it but for me recently i've only done like maybe a gram and a half to two grams friend of mine makes the little chocolates and that's how that's i've sort deep. of got back on them okay um and so i would have the first couple times i just ate one see and let them kick in just to not get it in over my head and yeah. that's what i suggest to everyone like either have like a um like a mushroom sherpa like i'm sure you <laughs> would easily be able to to lead people down that mushroom path yes yeah he's a guy um, he's a sherpa that's what i'm going to call you from right now, sherpa. and my remember the, the nightmare experience i had was a buddy of mine named crazy dave so he was my first sherpa and that's part of the reason that it was fucking insane and we can we can get to that story but wow in general i would describe that as if if alcohol and some other drugs are more like numbing and more to like escape your r shitty reality yeah these are i would say mushrooms is more about like i've felt really connected connected to myself connected to other beings the world but also disassociated from myself a little bit so it's maybe disconnected from your ego and more connected to everything else like i my experience recently on mushrooms were like at, at like the next i try i try to it was like, I need to feel like that all the time, yeah. but without being necessarily on mushrooms. Like I need to remember my thoughts and how I felt last night when I was on mushrooms today, when I'm in a stressful situation, as far as like 
thinking what's important in life and yeah. like more loving and more connected to other people and, yeah. and more thoughts of like what's really important and sort of stepping away from your life and being like, oh, okay, this is what it's all about. Right. Yeah. So it's like almost like instead of running away or hiding from your problems, you're, you're, you're facing them head on and dealing with them in, in more right. positive ways. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't feel like uh, personally for me, I had like, some people on mushrooms that you do too many, it's like whatever demons and anxieties and stresses yes. you have in your life could manifest that way. Like if, yes. you're, if your head's kind of fucked up or especially if your self-talk is fucked up or true, if, you're, um, if you're in a habit of seeing other people of like, oh, what are those guys doing? They're plotting against me. Like any mm. like paranoia type things, like maybe not, but but maybe take them to smash through all that shit. But for me, it was more just like, it's I, I'll eat them more to go to the beach and meditate kind of thing. I'll go on a nice hike. Like they've been hikes recently, uh, hikes to the beach, hikes in a forest. Uh, you yeah, nature walks are the best on mushrooms. Yeah, mm. nature. You have to go to nature. You do like two to five grams, two to right. four. I remember one time we went on a nature walk on mushrooms and we found that little, it was like a little dirt area where it looked like somebody had like choked out a bird or something. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. like a seance there. Yeah, yeah. Right. It, look, it looked like somebody had done like some kind of seance. It was very weird. Yeah, yeah. I had to, I had to take a piss, and I, I went up to this tree, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna take a piss." And I was like, "But this tree, it's so beautiful. <laughs> I can't pee on this tree." Right. He um, came maybe, back and said, that. "Maybe I'll pee on this right. other tree." And I'm like, "But this tree, what's the difference?" <laughs> oh, it's I had so a little conversation it's, with it's part it of nature. Like, yeah, touch the so tree. I, I, apologize to some of the shitty things we've done as humans to it (laughs) thank it for everything it's provided like yeah oh yeah and uh lucky our friend came and picked us up because i held it in until we got home yeah Yeah. i I remember (laughs) yeah he said that he walked up to me he's like i can't piss on any of these trees (laughs) right i can't i was having a problem but really they need it don't they need like you should that that's kind of a dick move for you to do because don't like it's like the recycling of nature like even mushrooms themselves are like fungus yeah in the when we pee the... we're just getting rid of toxins and like oh, okay. i don't know if you notice but if you right. like pee on something it'll die like an animal okay. pisses in your backyard it's like a yellow okay. spot maybe like a greener spot <laughs> maybe or maybe all the trees have been wondering like why nobody pisses on no. them I, they're yours, like why do no. only dogs piss on us now speak like, for your on? own piss all right my piss is very but, nutritional but, but what the trees do want to take a lot of b vitamins the trees do like and they do have a symbiotic relationship with other mushrooms right without a strong biodiversity of trees we won't have a strong biodiversity mushrooms and vice versa do mushrooms and trees like sort of talk chemically back to each other yeah, or what is their they, what is their relationship um, they, they trade like resources back and forth basically right so uh from my understanding um the way forests are grown like like mushrooms are sort of responsible for like all the topsoil that we have today right so uh at the beginning you'll have like basically we had mushrooms before we had uh you know plants or animals so we're actually descendants of mushrooms they say yes which that makes total sense that makes a hundred percent sense and uh, mushrooms sort of broke down whatever they broke down to create whatever matter they broke down to create uh the first bit of soil so they create like a lens of soil right and then like plants start to grow from that soil and mushroom different types of mushrooms will will actually uh mushrooms grow from mushrooms even well no they'll, they'll decompose uh the the trees and right. other other plant metal and and what that will do they're like little factories for creating soil so it creates more soil a bigger lens of soil then you get bigger trees and then a bigger lens of right. soil and you sort of rinse and repeat and over time you have a forest uh, from that from that cycle um, um, 
you know, there's a few reasons for why we're able to even walk through forests. Like without without both mushrooms uh, decomposing wood and also like you know the odd forest fire. Right. Uh, we we wouldn't be able to walk through a forest because there'd just be trees everywhere. Right. Uh, and that would be a huge problem. <laughs> so mushrooms True. are like the recyclers of life. Like all of life is like flushed through mushrooms, and then you take that mushroom, and it has like all of the wisdom and connectedness of the whole forest, and you ingest wow, it. Wow, this guy Think knows because it's yeah. in him. Once you take it, you know. Isn't that yeah. weird? Right. So. Uh, Again, to my understanding, they're like little pharmaceutical factories. So, like, because we're descendants of mushrooms, they actually are able to they they get in, uh, infected by the same viruses that we do. I so, love that so. term, descendants of mushrooms. <laughs> so like, what's your oh, what's your background? Irish, Danish. I was born in Canada. I got dual citizen, and I'm a descendant of mushrooms. Of course, I love that. That's awesome. I like that. Sick. Um, but yeah, uh, mushrooms are like little pharmaceutical factories and they can, they can actually uh, like cure these viruses. So if some mushrooms are infected by a virus on one side of the forest, uh, mushrooms who already sort of figured that out on the other side of the forest, right. or if they haven't, they'll conspire to, they'll send what they need, the nutrients needed to, to cure that virus. And if we discover that, we can cure our own viruses as well. Right. Um, and uh, wow. Yeah, fucking mushrooms. I didn't. Know. I so love we've done mushrooms that so much. So we've done that with penicillin. Somebody should start a podcast about mushrooms and just talk about <laughs> mushrooms. What do you think? Man, I I, I think about, I think I think somebody has. I think so. Mike here. Yeah. So there's a. Uh, yeah, we basically discovered penicillin. That's a fungus, right. From the from the same kingdom, right. So so that's. I think before that, we didn't even know mushrooms were any good for us. We we thought they were more of like a poison or toxic. And, and well, I mean, you can die from eating a lot of mushrooms. So I'm sure that's part of part of the stigma towards mushrooms. Well, there are you know poisonous ones out there as well. You have to right. be very careful yeah, exactly. with what you what you grab. Are you a mushroom connoisseur to the point that you could walk through the forest and know which ones will kill you and which ones won't? Unfortunately mm -hmm. not, but, no. you know, a little bit. I know a little bit. There's, you should a, there's have a couple that. I can point should be a future out. guest then. Get one of those and take it on the road and walk through the forest and you got to trust this guy. Like, oh, <laughs> and take them. <laughs> take them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you take them first. I'm, 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 I'm the videographer, minutes. so I'll, I'll hold the camera on that one. <laughs> right. And you just, you, you roll with that one. We talked, great, we talked about visuals and, and senses too. That's one thing. Anytime I'm on mushrooms, um, I'm, it's always like lighting is so cool to me. I'm like, wow, this fucking room is lit so well. Or you're walking down the street and you're seeing like pockets of lighting or like old buildings with nice heritage yeah. type lighting and yeah. everything seems so cinematic. And I'm an actor and filmmaker and, and so I appreciate that shit. So when I'm on mushrooms, it's just like, Wow, check out those lights over there. Man. The composition. Yeah. yeah, which normally I don't do. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like we, yeah. we kind of, I feel like you notice things that you don't notice, things that you block out on a regular basis. Exactly. Because of all the hustle and bustle of society and cities and all that stuff, you connect more with that sort of thing. Like light, something as basic as light, you know? Yeah, exactly. So let's get into Crazy Dave. Crazy Dave. Okay, experience. so is that the, that's the first. This is the had. first time yeah. I've ever. So I'm on like an. If I've done mushrooms twelve times, I'm on like an eleven streak of them being the best things ever. Following my very first experience, which is a nightmare. So this is great. Uh, it happened in Barrie, Ontario. 
Uh, I'm not from uh, Barry. I'm from Aurelia. Uh, Dave is a buddy of mine, and I was meeting him at a party. Uh, I got there late to the party, and there's, I would say there's two or three rules about mushrooms, especially mushrooms through your first time. And what would you guys say they are? Um, One of them is like if, sure you're, if you're, you're with people you trust, people you sure. trust, people you know and trust. So yeah. I arrived at a house party where I only knew Crazy Dave. I didn't know anyone else. But they were all already on mushrooms except for me. So that was the first thing that I did. Okay. Crazy Dave gives me a bunch of mushrooms. Don't take too many. <laughs> Don't that's, take too many is, another, is yeah. the other one. He gives me like a handful of like big, like if you've seen mushrooms, some of them you see them and you're like, whoa, that's going to be fucking deadly oh, between, the, between the cat and the, the gnarly ones. And yeah, and they, they didn't, I've taken them and eaten them where you mix them with certain foods, which we can talk about that after. But these were just, I was just eating them raw. So I'm like eating them and like, gagging yeah. as I'm doing it so it was kind of a horrible experience um, the other thing I would say is you should most times like maybe have maybe weed is an okay thing but we were I was drinking too because I was just used to when I was partying on a Friday Saturday night drink. We, you just crush a bunch of drinks so I was doing that at the same time so I was getting super drunk as we would normally do at a party and giving these mushrooms and then what happened is I don't think I waited long enough for them to kick in and crazy Dave is like well you feel anything yet you feel anything I'm like no I don't feel anything but maybe I was also just drunk so I couldn't really tell yeah. um, so he's like here take more so I had more and then the uh, the other thing that we did is I, I would suggest you always do them in nature is the, the ideal you don't have to do them in nature always but that's an ideal it situation a, at yeah. a lake at a cottage go yes. to the beach secluded like, and safe go through kind a of forest thing. like somewhere the same place that you go to like meditate and connect with nature um, we went to the bar and we went to a so we go to a bar in Barrie that I'd never been to it's low ceilings it's packed, it's sweaty, it's dark. And so I've now like an hour into this mushroom experience, put myself in all of the wrong situations. Like the, I did the opposite. If there's a do's and don'ts list of mushrooms, yeah. I did none of the do's and I did all of the don'ts. And then we're Set at- And setting is very important. We're at, yeah, and that you said, so now we're at, uh, it was the Queen's Bar. I don't know if it's still in Barrie, but uh, jam-packed on a Saturday night. Uh, I'm there with Dave, only Dave and I still. I'm not from Barry, so I don't know anyone there. Yeah. Uh, I was in university at the time, so um, w I was just back on a weekend hanging out with him. And so the experience there was, uh, I'm like super fucked up on mushrooms. The, 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 my, the bartender keeps coming to me saying things like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Meaning just like, are you okay? Do you need another drink? Yeah. But oh, then man. I'm getting in my head like, am I okay? And oh. I like start like looking. And, and there was a little bit of that like, she, this is going to sound shitty. She wasn't like the most attractive <laughs> bartender. Yeah. And sometimes when you're, even if people are pretty attractive, if you do too many mushrooms, all of a sudden someone's looking like a gargoyle or a troll yes. or like, like people can, you can get some visuals and yes. which I think is probably just you running shit through your own mental filters or how you feel about yourself is projected on other people or who knows. But so I have this like trolly gargoyle coming over to me every five minutes saying like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, uh, I thought I was, but I don't know if I am. And every time uh, like a girl or anyone at the bar would come up next to me, if they'd be like, oh, hey, how you, how you like dance music? They'd be like, how you doing? And my default um, response was like, 
pretty good, but I'm pretty fucked up on mushrooms. So mm. like, uh, <laughs> like kind of like I needed, I felt I needed to explain yeah. why I felt and was probably acting, even though I'm sure from the outside I looked fine. It was just all in my head. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I'm having to over-explain to everyone that I'm like, I'm pre- to be honest with you, I'm pretty fucked up on mushrooms. But other than that, so it was like this. It was the way I describe it. It was like a three every three minute oscillating roller coaster of like I'm having the best time ever and everything's great and really fun to this is a horrible nightmare and I don't want to be here at all. At one point, Crazy Dave is like, he's like, man, would you just stop telling people you're on mushrooms? It's like, just have fun, relax. And then the, the craziest thing was for whatever reason at the bar there was there was it seemed like an abnormal uh percentage of people with injuries so for example maybe there was one guy in a wheelchair maybe there was somebody on crutches a person with a um like a sling or something like that and and maybe someone with a band-aid or something so i got down this thought process of like this is how fucked up i was where i was like oh shit have we all died and we are all the people who have died, but we don't know we're dying and we're all just partying like we haven't died. But everyone here was like in a car accident and like where I was, I got thinking in this track that we're all fucked up and now in the land of the dead. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where the, I had to, in order to convince myself that this wasn't happening, I had a ground. You want to ground yourself in something familiar so I found the TV with Sportsnet and it was reporting like the Jays beat the Yankees today yeah. six to two. And so I'm in my head. I'm like, OK, yeah, I'm, I'm on Earth. I'm in this realm. I'm in this dimension. I'm not dead. I'm alive. Uh, the Yankees did beat like the Yankees and the Jays played today. So like I was had to piece back together reality by grasping for pieces of it around me. It was it was fucked. And okay, then f- stop there. Hold that thought. Just hold on for one second. Do we lose a... No, no, we didn't lose anything. Are we down? But I got to make sure that the storage is okay before. Hey, look at that. Well, the first step is to look good with clothes on. So right. now I look good with clothes on. That's where I'm at. And then, and then from you're like, now I look good with clothes on. Now I got to work to look good with clothes off. Yep. If you care about that. <laughs> right. Hey, can you move your arm? Yeah. Like, like the where it's clamps. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to your left. Yeah. And then. And then I can see you a lot stretch better. Stretch it this way. Yeah, and even maybe move your glass on the other side too. I can refill. Picture. I guess, Mike, why are you having to move this arm? I'm gonna move that camera around and stuff. What? I can see. He did it. He did it for this camera. Tell me what you need. Sorry, 
reach the table otherwise. <laughs> Can't reach the table. I'm the highest. Oh, we do have a screw for this thing. That would have gone on there. Oh, it's all good. It's just like different between just yesterday and I forgot to take the tape off. It'll get you. It'll get you. What's the uh, hard drive on those? This one's 64. I have a Pixel 1, but I got it upgraded a couple years ago. They did it for free, which is weird, but uh, they upgraded it to 132, or, or yeah, no, 128. Yeah, it's great, but now it's it's only a Pixel 1, so I'm at the point where I need to probably upgrade. Yeah. It's an antique now. <laughs> This looks way better. I like this. Yeah, they are. The reason I did is I was an iPhone guy forever and I got so fucking pissed off of the. I always would run out of storage and then everything would slow down and magically that would happen right around the release of their fucking new phone. So I'm like, fuck you. You're just like, you're building this to fuck up. Like, there's no reason. There's really no reason aside from hardware upgrades that anyone should. Like you should be able to just buy one phone and just, I agree. they just up, like if a company ever came out like that and would be like, you buy one phone, it's two grand, but for the rest of your life, we just send you the fucking next one. Right. We're back. And there is a phone like that. There was a bunch of, I think it was a company called phone blocks where they had this idea where they wanted <clears throat> to have a phone where you could take out the camera, put another one, right? In, like, like upgrade components. It. Yeah. Imagine how many junk phones there are. I heard they just end up in third world countries, and then they have they like do. they like everywhere, like in South America, everyone's rocking razors, flip phones. Hundred yeah. percent. You know, which isn't a bad thing. Then once they have like Wi-Fi figured out, then everyone is part of the global ecosystem. Right. Sprinkle a little blockchain in there, and perfect. <laughs> but then they're going to be doing <laughs> that. The transition uh, is complete. They're going to be doing that T nine typing. And we're all cyborgs. Oh gosh. <laughs> They're going to be stuck at T9. Mushrooms might be the thing that save humans from becoming like a, like I think a robot really cyborgs and robots will probably have a good chance of taking over, but maybe mushrooms will allow us to like connect with nature and then we'll, I think there will be a importance of that. I think there will be a split. There'll be a split of people who go heavy into technology, like cut off my legs, do whatever you got to do. I think there'll be a, a sect of people that go to nature and like really integrate with that. I might cut off all my arms and legs and just like connect. This I'm, is like AI. I'm doing the nature part now and then I'm cutting my legs off. <laughs> right, right. When you're around 70, you do the leg thing. You're like, well, all right, I'm ready. Yeah, I mean, the problem with nature is eventually you die become or whatever. Become part of it. Yeah, you yeah, okay. become part of it. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Or I live forever as some weird fucking AI Borg. Anomaly. Just end up in a scrap pile eventually when Who somebody knows? unplugs me. Who knows like how uh, good that would be? Can you imagine your arm? You just got a little orgasm button. Right. I don't need you, lady. I don't need to imagine. I've installed that a long time ago. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you guys don't have orgasm buttons? <laughs> don't press that here. Right. It's called your prostate gland. <laughs> we already have one. <laughs> you know, there's a... He uh, just wants it in a more convenient spot. Mm. There's a Yeah, exactly. You know, there's a procedure where you can get your uh, the gland injected. 
since it's like your G spot for men and women, you can get it injected, get it bigger, and that way it's easier to find. That doesn't sound good. Cool. So where were you? Called, I think that's called prostate cancer. <laughs> like, you have a large prostate, sir. Uh, no, no, no. We just injected something in it to give me better orgasms. No, that's cancer. Stage four. You need to deal with that. No, I like it bigger. It's getting bigger. Um, yeah, we should get back on track. We're yeah. talking, we're crazy talking Dave. mushrooms. And crazy now Dave. We're, we, we're talking technology. So crazy Dave. So I'm at the Queens. Reality is like breaking down. I don't know where I am. Like everyone around me is... I'm thinking they're dead. The bartender is a gargoyle that keeps asking me if I'm okay. Like existential crisis, which I think is probably a good thing for everyone to go through that every once in a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. Totally. Like it was a whole, like I was not prepared for that to be like, I have never been in a situation where I had at the end of the night or when I've had my breaking point, I walk over to Dave and I'm like, Dave, we need to leave. I need to go home. I just want to go back to your house and go to bed and wake up tomorrow. Not on mushrooms. Like my brain just had enough with it. Um, so we leave, we leave the bar. I see a bouncer that I hadn't seen earlier who I knew. So I'm like, Oh, Dwayne, thank God. I thank God. I know yeah. you're here. Cause then I know that I'm like, on earth yeah. and I'm alive and all this shit. Things are real. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Except about 50 feet after that, we encounter a cop because I also had to piss. So I go pee no. and I think I'm peeing behind um, just a big tree in a park. What I didn't realize on the other side of the tree was the fucking Remembrance Day Memorial no. in the park. So a cop sees me, and I'm not from Barry. It's not like I was like, hey, let's go piss on the soldiers. Yeah. Like, I'm not that fucking yeah. much of an idiot. <laughs> and if Barry, I was, I was, we had also been drinking, so I did have to pee. And I'm like looking around. I'm like, in a, like I'm in a park. I'm behind a tree. There's, we're far away from people. Like, not pissing on stuff or pissing on a statue. Yeah. And then I hear a cop walk up to me like, excuse me, sir, what are you doing? And I'm like, so I'm also still on mushrooms. So I'm in a nightmare scenario having to talk with cops now. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm taking a piss. Like, like, I don't know why you're talking to me about this kind of thing. Like in my head, I didn't say that. (laughs) Um, And he's like, He's like, you think you're pissing on the memorial? You're pissing on the... Uh, and, and he's like, my, my grandfather served and my... All, like, he's listing off all the like all the people in his family. Like, I've disrespected him and I'm on still on mushrooms. So I'm like, dude, this is not what's going on. Takes my ID and it's, a, it's an Aurelia address because that's where I'm from. But then he asked me where I'm from. He's like, where are you from? Are you from Barry? I'm like, no. I li-. He's like, where do you live? And I'm like, I live in London. It was like, your ID says Aurelia, but you say you're, he's like, your ID says Aurelia. You're telling me you live in London, but you're in Barrie. What the <laughs> fuck's going on there? And I'm like, what do you, like, what are you even talking about? Like, how can I, like, I didn't know that was illegal to be from somewhere, living in somewhere else. And I'm like, I'm, at, I'm visiting a friend and we're out partying and I had a bunch of, I didn't tell him we had a bunch of mushrooms, Obviously. but in my head, I'm thinking like, and I'm like, I just want to go home and go to bed, please. So finally, after like, kind of humiliating me and giving me a power trip about how much of a shitty person I was for pissing on veterans, which I for sure was not doing had I known that I was in the park, but I wasn't even that close. It wasn't like the monument was here. There was a bush here and I was on the other side, like looking a soldier in the eye while I was pissing on a statue. I was pissing on a tree and like yards and yards and yards away. It just happened to be the park in the middle of the town that had that thing. So to him, he was, 
hassling me for that. So then I went home and went to sleep and woke up the next day. So that was the end of the night. He just harassed you a little and then Yeah, he basically harassed me a little and was like, Get out get out of here. Don't Oh, the one thing he said to me was like he was like, What do you think would happen if everyone just went around pissing uh, he's like, what do you think? Like tomorrow, what you want tomorrow? This whole town's going to smell like piss. And I'm like, dude, it was also rain, like slightly <laughs> raining. I'm like, I just peed under a tree. Like it wasn't like a fucking, what about swimming, dogs? Swimming pools worth of piss. Like it was one man's piss in a park under a big, big Christmas tree while it was about to rain. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's just going to wash away and be gone tomorrow. Mm. And I'm like, I'm not advocating that I would like, I'd just be running down the streets pissing Obviously. all the time. It's like I had to piss, like to the point where, like, desperately, there's no cabs. Like, it was right at the end of the bar. So, no cabs, no nothing. I got to pee. I'm on mushrooms. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do? I'm just going to escape into this uh, park and pee. And yeah. then all of a sudden, this blows up in my face. But he let me go. And, and uh, I woke up the next day after my existential crisis. How did you feel when you woke up the next day? Uh, well, it was all the worst, so I didn't feel good. No. Like I, I was also hungover too. That's why I say don't, True. don't, don't mix a, such a great drug. Like, and I wouldn't even call it a drug. Don't mix yeah. such a great experience as mushrooms with such a shitty, shitty drug like alcohol. Like yeah. alcohol, you're just straight up poisoning your brain and poisoning all of your senses. There's not really any benefit, like other than maybe you lose your inhibitions for a little bit when you're yeah. on alcohol but at a certain point with alcohol everything is just super fucked and that it with the right dosage of i mean i guess it's like that with every drug you just you have enough of it and it's okay but yeah exactly maybe maybe not every drug i wouldn't advocate heroin or <laughs> no you don't want to you don't want to push heroin no no but i didn't feel good i felt shitty but i think it was because i was hung over like and i was in a awful situation like mentally like i felt relieved was it easy to like go to sleep or do we no 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 it was the worst that's the other thing about mushrooms if you eat too like the the long like it's a long it can be a like what six to eight hour thing yeah definitely i kind of re-upped about an hour into it too so i don't even know how many i ended up doing i feel like i did at least like four grams i would say yeah it sounds like if it was like two handfuls yeah come out to about four and so that yeah then i go home and i'm trying to just close my eyes but your mind is racing a mile a minute like your yeah. thoughts are kind of fucked i was still drunk so i kind of had the spins as well like that's so funny rattled from a encounter with the cops like yeah no i think like it was probably like five o'clock in the morning by the time i finally like started to slow down and and get some sleep so can i ask um after that experience what made you want to do them again I think I was just like at a, a comedian buddies and somebody had them and offered them. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down. Yeah. But it was in a was more, it years later. Yeah. Later? Oh, yeah. It was also years later. It was probably 10 close to 10 years later. Wow. Maybe maybe not 10, maybe like eight, eight years later. Yeah, yeah. We did them at my house. Uh, good setting. A measured dose. Like a measured dose. Couple, That's good. Like it was probably maybe we did two grams, two to three. But it wasn't like. I wouldn't. I don't advocate them as like ah. Let's all get fucked up on mushrooms. Like that can get a bit crazy. Yeah. Or if you do that again, very controlled environment, mm-hmm. nature. Like maybe have some chaperones who aren't on mushrooms as the voice of reason. Um, and then the last, like like I said, the last four or five times, very small, like a gram and a half to two and a half grams. Mm-hmm. But like go to the park, go for a hike. 
but every time amazing like tons of laughs like super giggly with comedians we were like we get into like little act out modes and sketch modes uh, and we'd start like you yeah, all of a good. sudden we're playing stupid games and we're dressing up as weirdos and putting like wigs on and shit and doing like videoing ourselves doing fucked up shit like but wow. all like in the name of fun what's the craziest like thing that's happened to you while you're on uh mushrooms one morning we in london we were i don't know this isn't that crazy but it was memorable um we went out at like five o'clock in the morning on the streets and we were singing like 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 the streets were broadway to us but they were dead (laughs) and singing and um up to the apartment building singing like wake up everybody like (laughs) you guys gotta go to work in the morning maybe it was like seven o'clock i feel like well it couldn't have been seven because there weren't weren't people but it was around the crack of dawn it makes me think of beauty and the beast like the opening scene where she's like singing through the town the world was our exactly (laughs) the the world was our oyster and we're like like swinging on lamp posts and like kicking my heels together we walked down to the park down to the river the the thames river and uh I forget the name of the park, but right, right downtown London. If you've yeah. ever been, I have, I have actually. Yeah, that that night I, we did them with some friends and talking about. Um, I'm always interested in how people eat them, like to make them not taste super shitty. Yeah. That that night we had a. It was basically a, mar- a blender girl drink like margarita party, right. and we were out on the patio drinking mixed drinks. And then I just threw in a couple grams of mushrooms for each of us, and we drank like strawberry margaritas. And That's then perfect. an hour later, worked? they kicked in. Yeah, I don't say. I think one of us puked. Uh, <laughs> I think one of the girls puked. You can see that. I mean, sometimes no matter how you mask them, that you still taste that underlying aftertaste. The of, best thing, I don't know about you, but the best thing for me is tea. Making tea? them into a tea. Right. Yeah, yeah that would just taste good. Extracts it all, and it just you can put some honey the, in it. It's a manly ginger. version of right. a margarita. Yeah. We've, we've, it's tea. We, we graduate. We did the margaritas one time. Um, the other thing that we used to do is we'd get McFlurries oh, and then fuck. take the McFlurry home and then like throw the whole thing with the mushrooms into like a magic bullet. So I'd get like a Reese's Buttercups uh, McFlurry and we barely taste them. A psilocybin McFlurry. Wow. Yeah, they should sell those. pretty good. They should. That's something Donald's. that you would do, definitely. <laughs> McMushrooms, McMushroom. I'll have I'll have a large McMushroom McFlurry. This guy <laughs> would put them good. in oatmeal. It's <laughs> great. Oatmeal. Just yeah. mix them around. Yeah. You eat them with chocolate. Yeah, I could see that. Mix them around with oatmeal. Oatmeal was actually bomb because I tried it because he was doing it, and I was like, wow, I couldn't even taste it. Like I made a tea, <clears> extracted <throat> it all, like like squeeze it all out That's and amazing. then threw those yeah with the, the remainder you can make an oatmeal yeah. pizza's pretty classic you can pizza's like, good and I've done that peanut butter them, and jelly put them under the pizza or fold up pizza on them peanut butter and jelly is yeah. amazing yeah. peanut butter's yeah. pretty I've classic I've had my craziest trip on peanut butter and jelly yeah really sandwiches. why was really? that was did you do more mushrooms? It's hard to say my craziest because I've I, so you're you're in like the two three gram range. right yeah so let's talk about that I want to hear your stories because I'm interested in I mean, I'm not so. I I like the enjoyable <clears throat> time of like just you go on a small spiritual journey to the beach or to the park. But I am interested in seeing like the edge. Wait, once like because I know you were asking about this before, so you're about to go into it, and I know you were asking like, you wanted people that have had it. Have you had the mystical experience? Do you know about the mystical? Probably. Experience? I mean, I, I, I don't. I don't know. No. I don't. I mean, you need to tell me. I mean, so, I felt okay, so mystical this is, and magical. This and, will be the introduction to the okay. mystical experience. So I usually describe mushrooms as three different drugs. There's the microdose, 
right? It's good for work, good for working out, good for getting into conversations, whatever you're doing. It's less than taking a coffee. Uh, then there's the medium dose, what you were describing. Take a couple grams. Take two, three grams. Light visual. Go for a nature walk. Yeah. Enjoy the, the, vision, the vividness. Enjoy the nature. Enjoy the company of your friends. Like you're not kind of out of your mind, so to speak. Right. And then there's the hero does <laughs> where you go on the journey, the journey within. And I wouldn't recommend, I wouldn't recommend going on a nature walk for this version. No, mm-hmm. no, uh, you might end up in a culvert somewhere or like <laughs> burrowed into a tree. Naked, curled up <laughs> yeah. into the fetus yeah. position. That's possible. <laughs> um, but the cops will be nice to you in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> so explain the hero dose. And so what is the scenario? So, uh, yeah, I'd say a hero dose is like five, five plus grams. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, um, uh, I, I usually go into the, you know, seven, eight gram range, uh-huh. nine, ten. How often in your life have you had that level? Um, I'd say at least half a dozen times. Okay. Um, half a dozen at that at amount? Least. At that amount, yeah. Right. 15 times. Well, you At least. Is that what you're me? saying? You've done it 15 no, times? No, because together saying we've done I know done you've it. done them more than me. But I, like, well, every, there was, like... A, You're more of a hero than you know. But I've been doing them, <laughs> I've been doing them since I was 14 years old. Amazing. So, yeah, typic, typically them. once a year uh, right. since then. So, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Closer, to, closer to, like, I feel like times. that little period where you were at that, like, we at least, like... like yeah. A, no, that no, that year was, like, uh, every month for, like, half a year. Yeah. And uh, setting-wise? That was I guess that was in, half a dozen alone. Okay. In what context? Cool. Um, so I have lots of stories. So uh, the one I was going to refer to, my peanut butter and jelly one, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was that was probably one of my my uh, yeah that was probably like my third trip or fourth trip ever ever. Uh, and uh, the reason it was so intense is because I did it on an empty stomach, which right. which uh, I I don't want to recommend, but it depends what your goals are. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so right. I was on an empty you don't stomach. Want to waste your mushrooms. And <laughs> them on an empty stomach. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah total empty stomach True. all day. Basically fasted. Uh, went to work. So I worked all day. I wasn't just chilling. Uh, and right. uh, and uh, yeah, it was basically like an exhausting day. So I I, I had made this plan to do some mushrooms with my friend and uh, uh, you know I follow through with those plans so I went to his house and uh, we, we d- I, I can't I can never eat the mushrooms straight up my friends both right. of them they're it's just gross. like eating yeah. we decide we're doing a quarter each so this is a seven gram it's like dirty sour socks to eat like. a quarter too oh my god yeah so seven so seven grams. A quarter seven grams uh, all at once Fuck. and I was like boys I'm not eating this like what can I do and my buddy's like I got peanut butter and jelly I'm like all right well do it so <laughs> how in one sandwich i put it all in Ooh. one sandwich it was gross it, it took me so long to get through the sandwich Still so gross so yeah. I'm, I'm eating the sandwich and i'm and they're eating their mushrooms out of the bag and they're and i'm like not, not even finished my sandwich i'm halfway through this sandwich and the door starts talking to me wow it's like and i'm kind of just like so their perception is like <laughs> i'm just going sh- i'm just turning to the door and saying shut up <laughs> And they're like, like, shut up, what? I'm like, the door is being annoying, you know? You ain't going anywhere. (laughs) Let's take it outside. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember what it was saying, but it was definitely like getting on my nerves. So I'm like, getting, like, and so I was tripping out already. My my friends are jealous at this point. They're like, why are you tripping? Right. And And why are we super still? You were on. um, Empty stomach. stomach. Running on empty. Yeah. So, so we're like 15 minutes in and I'm just like feeling it. Uh, so I, I, and we had plans. We were going to, uh, it's this camp. It's like a, it's half adult camp, half 
um, like oh, uh, gymnasts are, are training to be coaches. So my buddy, he's training to be a coach, and I'm going for like the adult camp side of it. Like gymnasts, like flipping around on pommel yeah, horses like, and yeah, pommel horses, uh, trampolines, oh, like, all man. this fun so, stuff. So like you're going to like so the see next Cirque day. Du Soleil, this is the basically. next morning. Yeah. This is what we're doing, and the night before we're doing okay. we're going deep okay. on mushrooms, right? Gotcha. So and our plan is Fuck. pack up all the beers. My buddy had already done it. He he rolled up each beer into like a you know shirt. We're like we're like 17, 18. There's a beer on the there's a bar on the island, but we uh, aren't allowed care. in it because we're still too young. What so, island? I this? don't know the name oh. of the island. I I'd have to you know it's do Toronto extra research. Island or something? Probably not. True. So this is for like ten days. This thing that we're leaving for. So we we had basically bought a uh, a two four. We bought three two fours, <laughs> and we split it. We had thirty six beers each. Okay. And uh, he already packed his up all nice and neat, and each shirt had rolled up beer in it, all packed away in his bag. And I'm like, I'll do mine after I take the mushrooms. They take right. a while to kick in anyway. Right. So I'm already right. tripping haven't touched my beer yet and it's just sitting all out next to my bag and I, I'm like okay so the night begins uh, I an hour goes by I'm well into my trip and my friends haven't started tripping yet okay. they're like fuck you right. <laughs> right? Uh, I, I remember so I remember I don't remember everything from this night but I'll, I'll give you uh, I'll give you a sure, few tidbits yeah, give me the highlights so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so at one point I'm in the washroom looking at myself in the mirror and I can't recognize myself at all right. and, I've been there and, I'm, and you have the thought of like I could I could die like I don't like reality is up like up is down left is right I don't know what reality right. is like I could die tonight but then you're like I'm okay with that right you feel fine with it so you're like cool and then and then I remember lying on the couch and putting my hands on my face and I remember my my fingers feeling the feeling of my fingers and my hands melting through my skin through my skull like nice. this like this weird feeling I'm like oh my god I've never heard and, this in such right. detail and I look and I decide to look at the at the wall and he has like green like jungle like wallpaper right. so it starts i start seeing like gnomes pop up and they're like doing work in his wall and it's like this oh, whole view like vivid view of these of this world <laughs> machine elves yeah, yeah like another dimension and uh and um yeah it was a very trippy night uh it actually took a, a super south turn um so at this point i'm like i'm like okay i gotta pack my beers so what do I do? I take all the beers, I throw them in my bag, and I don't do anything neat. <laughs> They're just in the bag. Just clank. thirty-six so beers. You, yeah, yeah, bottles of beer. Oh, and bottles. If you, lift, okay. if you lift up the bag, it's like clank, clank, clank. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so I'll tell you more on that later. So I, that's my that's what I do <laughs> to How solve did it that go problem. South, though, what happened? So what happened yeah. when it went south was uh, it, we're getting close to the morning. And uh, and my friend decides to uh, have some chicken wings. So he goes to his kitchen. He's eating some chicken wings, and uh, he uh, and and this has nothing to do with the mushrooms, arguably. But he decides to like we're so tired, we're like up all night, you know. Uh, and he decides to fall asleep, like kind of on his counter. He's like leaning on his counter, and he gets comfy, and he just sort of like passes out, and then he falls backwards. And hits his head on the ground. Oh shit! And and uh, yeah, I after, thought you were gonna say he left the mushrooms in the or the uh, wings in the oven and the oven. No, no, on fire he already ate the he already ate the chicken wings. Okay. Done, right? So he just finished just his chicken wings and he just decides out. to like do a little nap skis like while standing near his counter Ooh. and he just falls back, hits his head, and uh, basically from that moment he he was fine afterwards. Like after after like ten seconds he got up again. And uh, I told him what happened. Like, hey, man, you better maybe like call an ambulance. And he's right. like, he's like, don't be a pussy. He's response. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't fuck. be a pussy. I'm like, okay. Um, 
So uh, my our third friend, uh, he he his his brother uh, has problems with like seizures, so he goes into like a whole existential existential like mode where he's freaking out about life and death and right he's crying yeah we gotta yeah. do something and um, our other friend is like you guys are being idiots like i'm going to bed see you later right so <laughs> and uh yeah we're both kind of like not feeling like you know the whole night went south we were kind of having a good time and then the whole vibe just right. changed right so Basically, like from there, like night ended. We had to. We basically went to bed. This right. is this is his house. His family yeah, up, kind up, of an upstairs. Yeah. yeah, if it was my house, maybe maybe I would have made a different decision. But this is like his house, his family. He's telling us like, dude, I'm fine. I'm up. right. And uh, telling us to sort of shut the fuck up. So right. we're yeah, going to bed after. And we're we're young. We're young. Thing. We're kids. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, going to bed after. We're like, hey, maybe. Yeah. We're trying to say. He's like, cool. You guys are on your own. Right. And uh, he did turn out fine. He. Oh yeah. So he's all good. Um, but Diddy, though, <laughs> Diddy? He's, he's he's doing fine. He's doing fine. He's on mushrooms. Maybe that's right what made now. him so smart. Yeah, he's uh, he's really smart, actually. Yeah, he's doing like, some wonderful things. So the next day, you guys woke up and everything was fine. And yeah, we went to camp. He did his gymnast thing. He, he's a he's a gymnast or was a gymnast, and uh, and everything was fine the next day. So I, I had the bags, the beer in the bags, and I went up to the bus driver at the Greyhound, and I'm like, and he's like, yeah, I'm taking bags to put clink, them underneath. Clink, 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 clink. He just looks at me, looks at the bag, puts the bag in. And we nice. went on. The, we had to transfer to a new bus with a new driver. Same thing. Like clink, clink, clink. Looks at me, looks at the bag, puts it in. No problem. Right. We get to camp. We get to the camp, and like we were a- we were able to somehow get just him and I and one hilarious dude to be in one cabin. So, uh, nice. Because I guess there was, you know, it was enough people that signed up, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and we just like filled that cabin up with empty beers. <laughs> that there was a drunk. Go. That was a drunk week. Yeah. Um, but see, notice how I didn't mix the mushrooms and the beer. I right. did the mushrooms Classic. and then I did the beer afterwards. Classic. <laughs> well, and what about the mystical part? Um, well, see, that time. It was more like party. Time it was more than, party. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. We didn't do. We had a good setting, but we didn't have our our sets <laughs> we didn't right. set our intention i thought you were telling um, the story about when you turned into liquid uh well yeah, part of that, that was like my my hands went through me that was just again like one part like i don't have it's so fragmented the evening of like what happened yeah, it was it was it was thing? six hours of of okay so let's go into mystical it's, what i'm what i'm talking about by the way your friend if he had a thought of if he had to follow the rule of like doing them in nature when he fell he just would have hit his head on like grass or right. like on a beach and he would have been fine it's and true. he could have partied all night yeah he didn't have to fall asleep standing up. we were already sobering <laughs> up at this point like right. we weren't like this is like hours after we took uh, yeah i was gonna say if you like, need to lay just down a bad move it's right. just a bad move yeah. don't sleep standing up yeah right. you, don't sleep standing up if you're if you're on something like that and you need to lay down just lay down but but the yeah it just that's the thing that that kind of swung the vibe of right. the night right but uh, so I would say I didn't. So let's go mystical experience. So let's just like uh, preface this with a with a study. So they uh, and we talked about this I think on our last episode with the with the one where um, people who uh, can't quit smoking. Right. They, I've heard about there's this. a study where yeah, yeah. and it basically had an 80 percent effectiveness uh, wow. up to a year up to a year later. I think it might have gone down to sixty percent, but that's like almost good. almost double what the leading. Right. Uh, uh, drugs are 
no, not drugs, like whatever they have to cure smoking, the, the leading drug they have to cure yeah. smoking. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like patches Sorry, or whatever. Else. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. that's, I think the leading one is like 35% effectiveness. So they, they blew that. through that. It's up to 60% at least. A year later, they, these people physiologically uh, don't, uh, haven't had a cigarette. They tested right. them, right? So the, the people, they say the people who actually quit are the people who had a mystical experience. They had a hero dose and they went oh. and, and, and they had a shift in perspective. So how do you, right. how do you do that? How does that happen? Let's talk about that. So, so, uh, there's a time I did, uh, mushrooms with, I think Colin, uh, and, uh, we did whatever we did, eight grams, let's say. And so, yeah, and uh, you did eight grams as well. We usually do like you'll find like because, like, yeah, you just take like a half ounce and like part of me wants to do that, and then part of me is afraid. No, you'll be Mm -hmm. fine. But they say that all of your dreams are on the other side of fear, so now I'm like, the fact that I'm afraid of it means I need to do it. You'll, you'll, you'll have such a great experience. I like, I like to say that people who have a bad experience are the ones that uh, that don't surrender. Right, that yeah, makes you, sense. you like them the so time. much yeah. that yeah, you yeah. seem like you'll so, give in. You can get yeah, through. Yeah. You can get through a challenging experience. That's not considered right. a bad trip. That's a trip where you grow. Right, it's just not all you know rainbows yeah. and lollipops right. either. A big part of it is if you're ever having a bad mushroom trip, is just remember you're on fucking mushrooms. Like you're like, oh yeah, I'm on mushrooms right now. And that kind of all makes sense. If, yeah, you're, just, yeah. you're right. Like, and that is just surrendering. That's to something it. you can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not sure if Colin was there at this stage. I, I don't remember whether he had gone home at this point or if he was still around. But <laughs> when we do them together, we're like together, but like not. Oh yeah, which like is good. You don't want to have your own. You don't want to be stepping journeys. on each other's toes, right? Yeah, at all, right? Um, so uh, I remember ste- stepping out to like I had like a backyard with a sliding door, and it was a big, big backyard. And I remember looking out on the backyard, and and the all the grass and the trees just disappeared. It was just. It was just like stars and space. Nice. Okay. Nice. So I'm like on the edge like of the universe. Just a rip in the galaxy. Okay. Right there. And yeah. and uh, I had what um, what's called an ego death. Nice. So um, what so what is what is your ego? What do you think? What is your ego to you? I mean, it's kind of it's, it's all the shitty parts of humans. Basically, it's all like your fear and insecurities and your survival instinct and all that kind of stuff. Like. I don't, I don't so, know exactly like your I guess it's also your recognition of you uh, like the self being separate from others that's part of it like mm-hmm. I am I guess that's your ego is the I right, right? so it's not all bad right like right. your no, ego is like bad. you can have a healthy ego or you can yeah, have a right. toxic ego right, right. Uh, your ego is uh, to my understanding all your attachments to the world right so any your just your likes your dislikes your oh. family um, just anything that makes up Lars, right. your, your, <laughs> is, your ambition is, is your ego. So, Basically. so when you yeah, have an ego, that's definitely part of it. Oh. All, of, all of that goes under the umbrella. So, when you have an ego death, that all gets stripped away. It dissolves. Everything you know, everything you love, everything you don't love, ev- everything, your career, all that you are, right. is just stripped away. Just kind of like, like I think of it as like a liquid, just like depleting, depleting from my body, <laughs> and. Um, so I experienced this ego death where I'm like, oh my God, like I am, like, who am I? I am, you get this overwhelming feeling of oneness with right. nature and the universe. And it just, it's just like power coming from the I feel that like on you, smaller doses, you really, but maybe not full death. Right. I've had ego injuries before, <laughs> but not yeah. full death. <laughs> right. So I, I, I like to say I do mushrooms once a year. Like it's not always a hero dose, but it's to keep the ego in check. Right. Is, uh, I used to say just keeping myself in check, but I think it's keeping the ego yeah. 
because it ebbs and flows it gets bigger and then it, it, you can you can bring it back right i think that um, would be as important as going to have a fucking physical once a year yeah right like it should be almost prescribed yeah that's yeah that's how i've been treating it mushroom for myself. centers yeah. where you just go and you sit back and it's just 100 like percent, and you watch documentaries or whatever <laughs> on, on it whatever it is that you have a problem with like if you have to work on something you <laughs> right. only watch these videos you have to do something right. you only watch those that oh, right. movies are amazing some you movies are just Clock incredible orange on a hero <laughs> oh no, this is i did that don't do that yeah, don't you trust. just gave him a flashback yeah. <laughs> oh my god Man, that's on the face. don't list right yeah, there. yeah yeah i've told this story before but i ended up naked in my washroom wow that makes 100 percent yeah, yeah, I yeah. was I was very scared someone was gonna find me and I couldn't stop getting high. It was crazy. <laughs> you could have just pressed stop. Did how far through Clockwork Orange? No, no, did no. I did it? press stop. You did. Oh. But I got to a point where I've seen too much. I need to see too I was much. Just I like, just need uh, to go strip naked and lie in my bathroom. Yeah, at first I was just like, let me just take off my shirt. And then I thought I had to shit. So I pulled out my pants. And then I was like, the pants are around my ankles and it's confining. So I just I stood up and also I'm like, oh, man. Was the intention ever to have a bath? Or you just No, no, no. I, was just, I just went to the washroom just to, just to take a shit. Piss. Right, that was it. I ended up naked. I stayed in there for like two hours, good two hours. And then I called him, and I was like, "I love you, man." Love you. <laughs> He's like, "I'm in the grocery store." Just <laughs> right, right. rushing through a grocery store. I'm like, "Hey, what do you need?" And you were done, or this was different. There so, was different occasions. That's that the was different. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, separate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I remember just having this feeling of you could be anybody tomorrow. Right. Like I can have any personality which is totally I want, true. which scared the shit out of me. So right. I took a step back, and I'm like, and I kind of like dialed it back and I right. kind of went back into like me I guess but right. maybe slightly with a different perspective so you have this appreciation for life and appreciation for death and it's something that you that you're not afraid of anymore right um, and and that shift in perspective is, is is almost just like it's hard to articulate at that point it's no, like, I what think is happening articulated it pretty well what is happening like, there I, I agree with that and I think everyone would be better off if we could be more like that, the problem is we've constructed all of fucking society around us. So the way we're all used to interacting and our life is is ego like driven, really. Is. So then we like you had that ego death, but then the next day you fucking got to go to work and got to go to the bank and got to pay a bill and, and you got to get ahead gotta, and yeah. So just, it's kind of all fucked. Like yeah. I don't know what the hey, some dudes see. just pack up and they move to the jungle in Costa Rica. <laughs> it's actually not right. a bad idea you know and then yeah. you're one with nature and you have animals all around you and maybe they the have, wi-fi spotted i was just gonna say <laughs> as long as they have wi-fi we can all move to costa rica right now i'm and down and we'll just live, do sketches live as heroes that's how we'll make money we'll live as heroes <laughs> microdosing and macro dosing <laughs> mushrooms so so yeah, that was a couple of my my larger experiences. You don't always get the mystical experience when you right. do a large dose. So they actually call right. that in science like the dud effect, I think, where right. where it's like, yeah, not all of our our participants like got the mystical experience even though we gave them 5 grams. Right. Uh or whatever it was. Mm. So, so maybe that means they have a very very strong ego or an inflated ego. It could like, be the could be hard to smash through it if you're like fighting the whole time. Not even know? that. Like it could just be that the uh, the toxicity varies from oh, cap to right. mushroom to like what like what exact. It's so hard to control like the dosage uh, to a T because because it, it like sort that. of varies within the mushroom. There's so. that, and I also think like as you're saying that, I started thinking um as I got healthier because there was a long time where I didn't hallucinate at all. I would feel it. And he would like be seeing things. I'd be like, fuck, right. I don't see anything. And then as I got healthier and we were at like a different place, 
I remember because it happened. I even I, I asked him, I'm like, where did you get that screensaver? Because it was moving and I'd no never way. seen anything move. Mm. Like, and he could see it too. He's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, but where did you get it? He's like, it's just, the, it's that's just how it is. I'm like, and I was sitting there for like 20 minutes. I'm like, is that a computer? You're like, he's like, like, no, no, it's just a picture. It's just, I'm like, it's moving though. He's and you like, were looking at it just a, a static picture that yeah, was yeah, moving? Yeah. It was yeah. just like the universe. It was like right. a picture like the Andromeda or something nice. like that. And I was like, oh my God, I'm seeing things finally. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden I started hallucinating a lot. And since the, my last trip, when I was actually at my healthiest, I was hallucinating like crazy. It was nuts. Absolutely nuts. I, um, that's one of my favorite things about mushrooms. I, I can't say I've like hallucinated. Well, yeah, I guess it is hallucinating sort of. But I was going to say like I haven't seen so much things that aren't there. But looking at art or trees and things like yes. seeing things, especially pulsating or kind of yes. vibrating, maybe a little more 3D like the contrast i love that and that's also to me usually the litmus test of am i still on mushrooms yes. like you'll kind of feel like okay it's four or five hours later and you're like yeah i think i'm kind of done mushrooms and then but, you'll look at a picture on the wall and it's like wow, wow. but that's it's like oh i'm still on mushrooms that's not always the test because even i asked him and even he has it because after you do a lot i can look at this now and it could start moving yeah 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 that's good so it's like it's just not as much as floors. like yeah, but not as much as directly right. after like there's you would do it the months after like we did. Like, but I can like look yeah. at this and it'll start moving. Like if I just concentrate on it. Nice. So <laughs> is that just called imagination. What is that called? Yeah, yeah. Right. That that is <laughs> like it makes um, you wonder. That is one of the good things. Like or I don't know. One of the challenges I guess with mushrooms is then to carry that thought process and and those discoveries that you have while you're on mushrooms into your regular day to day when you're getting all like in a huff about fucking society or whatever. Right. You come to your realizations like, while you're on your trip, but then you have to like put in the work. You have afterwards. to keep some of them. Yeah. yeah and yeah. be like, I felt that way, and I believed that, and it made sense to me, and it felt better than shitty exactly. like anxieties and things like that so that just happened keep that perspective yeah that happened to me with uh quitting smoking like speaking to right. your mystical experience that was the thing like some voice was in my head like if you can go 24 hours you can go the rest of your life before like i left him right and like went home and i was just like okay i guess that's it it was like this weird calling i was like you okay. quit smoking after a mushroom trip or yeah like no my intention because i i read oh, the studies that he was talking it. and everything so i was like i've been trying to quit i was smoking like two packs a day oh shit. and i was like yeah, let yeah. me see what i can do with this i already, I already take them that was what four years ago and you haven't smoked in four years no that Amazing. was in 2016. That's awesome. Congrats. 2016, so three and Fuck. a half, almost four yeah. years. Yeah, two packs a day. That's like Insane. obviously horribly health-wise, but yeah. then just like mentally you're like yeah. driven and it's, like you're prisoner to cigarettes. It was so bad. Right? And like, yeah, that calling came to me. I guess that could be in the range of a mystical experience because that was very weird. I left. I went home, fell asleep, woke up, no withdrawals, no cravings. Yeah, we, did a, we did a lot that day. I was I was out of control that day. We did, yeah, we did seven. <laughs> we did seven so, that day, maybe maybe five. I'm surprised I didn't that. distract him out of quitting smoking. So he what, almost did, but I didn't let you. What <laughs> changed though? Like I you must have described your thought process about cigarettes afterwards, because oh. obviously you have the, would have intense cravings and intense thought thoughts process, about why you need a cigarette. My thought process so. towards cigarettes afterwards. Yeah, like there, what kept you from smoking there was just them? Not, right? There was no cravings. 
There's no, no there's no withdrawal. To it at all. There's nothing. Yeah. Like the withdrawal is usually what pulls you back. Right. The cravings are usually what keeps you like in the state of like wanting a cigarette. Even in both of those were gone. Social settings, you're drinking or just, other friends. I don't, I don't drink alcohol. Okay. It was just it was just gone. Right. It was just like imagine being like loving right. cheeseburgers and the next day it's just like it's just gone. Like it was the weirdest thing. Huh. And I just had to think about it. And, and it's that, funny that you say that because I was staring at a forest. Because I know you were saying you feel that mystical thing like doing hikes and stuff. And it's weird that you're saying that's the litmus test and everything. Like staring at the forest was part of it that helped activate and like it drew me in. Right. It, was like, it was like I was being told something when I right. think about it. It was weird. Some kind of thing was happening because there was a big forest at his place. I'm just sitting there staring while all this stuff's going on. And slowly I started picking apart why I smoke and like what led to it and I went back to like the first time I started smoking and how I felt and I was just a kid I was like 12 when I first started and like it was this weird thing and then all of a sudden something was telling me like oh you're a different person every seven years you completely change right and you're already like 20 what 20 so mother nature talking to you yeah right and there. it's like you're a completely different person and you don't you're not that person anymore you're not a kid anymore you don't have those problems anymore like everything that you started for is gone. And that so was like, before the study came out on it. So yeah, we heard right. the study after we're like, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Like there was some, but it was a lot of speculation, but now they're really starting to like, be like, it helps people quit smoking before it was like, Oh, maybe, but now it's like unarguable. You just gave me an idea. What's that? Mushrooms, cigarettes, <laughs> huh? 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 tobacco at the front, mushrooms at the yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Oh right? my god! Just smoke them. That's it's interesting too because if you compare them, what is cigarettes are like the nastiest, shittiest man-made chemicals that we could possibly make, the like worst. carcinogenic, super addictive, the and then mushrooms are like sort of nature's chemical. Like yeah. it is like you are sort of poisoning yourself, but it's like a natural like yeah. chemical. I mean, I guess you can't call it like would nature call a mushroom Something a chemical? chemical like? That's a man-made thing, yeah. so I don't know what yeah, it is. Hundred percent. It's interesting that one defeated the other. So yeah. Like nature's nutrients, chemicals nutrients. defeated. Oh, yeah. Man's nature, nature will always win if you let it. You know. Right. Because hmm. I. That's an interesting idea. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Will it though, or will the cyborgs reign supreme? <laughs> With some big cigars in their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> Mushroom cigarettes. <laughs> what are you guys doing over there? Right. <laughs> But, That'd uh, be weird. What would happen if we get to the point? Like, is there? Could you affect a r robot, cyborg, AI being with mushrooms somehow? And like, that's how it depends. They, how much of them still has human? If they still have a serotonin right. uptake system in their right. brain, then they can still get affected. Interesting. But like, how they, would they feel a body buzz? Not if it's all metallic. <laughs> but if they still have their nervous system and their vagus nerve, right. they should be able to. They, right. They uh, put a bunch of like uh, slime mold fungus in a in like a, a maze that was set up to mimic the Tokyo subway system, which is like okay. much more complex than the Toronto subway system. Right. <laughs> and and uh, they sure. put a nutrient at each of the stops and then they just put the, the fungus mold in there and it, and it first like it, it, it explored like, you right. know, like a hunter would on a new right. plane. It would like, right. Around. Just different. So it did this yeah. like exploration move and then, and then it, and then it coalesced and it basically made more efficient transport systems like pathways than the real actual subway system. Wow. So they say this is the first, the scientists say, not me, not anyone. The scientists doing the study said <clears throat> that uh, this is our first real, like this is 
proof that uh, we can communicate with mushrooms. Right. So, so our lack of understanding of, of mushrooms or our lack of the ability to articulate what we learn from them is more of our, it speaks to our inadequacy of, mm. uh, to language, not right. And what right. we don't know yeah. and what we could possibly learn. We so, so just need to get back to our roots, right? Because <laughs> we're all mushroom descendants. So That's I'm thinking, is, like, man. how can mushrooms like communicate with robots? Maybe, maybe they'll be able to like learn that language more efficiently, and they'll they'll right. pair up with mushrooms. There'll be robots and uh-huh. mushrooms versus humans. Oh fuck! Robots yeah. and mushrooms versus humans. <laughs> Why would they team up? They're on our side, no? We don't stand a chance. I don't know what the robots and the mushrooms are going to talk about. I love you, about. mushrooms. I fucking love you. Why would you want to do this to me? So yeah, that's that's basically the mystical experience. I think the mystical experience is, um, I guess, it could be described as life changing. Like if yeah, you want to like make that it is simple, that's an epiphany yeah. moment for um, sure. Paul Stamets is a, a world's leading mycologist, and he has a really interesting story where he had a stutter until he was 19 years old. He couldn't get through a sentence, and uh, he basically did. Uh, you know, 10, 12 grams of mushrooms almost by accident. He didn't right. know the dosage at the time. Right. In the podcast, he was speculating about 20. Okay. Well, like, but I think there were you wet had this mushrooms. guy on wet mushrooms. Huh? You had this guy on, no, no, or no, all no, you no, listened no, to his no. podcast. He was on Joe Rogan's yeah. podcast. Gotcha. <laughs> so yeah, just a, just a bag right. he did. He didn't know how much was there, and um, uh, so he he ends up like climbing a tree, having this crazy trip, realizing that he's in a in a storm, which was like the way he describes it, like the storm coming in was like such a psychedelic experience. Right. Mm-hmm. So it comes in and he's like, "Oh man, Paul, you're on a tree, like." Like, like this is dangerous. You're going to die. <laughs> and right. so he hugs onto the trees. Like, what's your problem? You read about like setting an intention. What is yours? He's like, well, you got the stutter to deal with. So he's basically said like, you will not stutter. Like he made a mantra. You will not right. stutter. Stop stuttering now. Stop stuttering now. It right. repeats it thousands of times. And, and the next morning he went home, went out to like his town, saw like a girl that he liked. Uh, and she said like, Paul, how are you? And like, normally he would look down, be hey, too buddy. embarrassed. Wow. Um, <laughs> hey, and and uh, he stopped stuttering. He said, like, I'm doing well. How are you? And he never stuttered again until wow. until the day he met Bill Gates, he said. Or if, like, he gets very overwhelmed in a bar, he said. If he's, like, a little drunk, he's in a loud sen- situation with lots of sensor- sensory stuff coming in. And someone says, how do you grow mushrooms? It's like filling a well with a teaspoon. Like, how do you, where do you start? So he starts right. to stutter a little. But this guy, like, is a public speaker now and wow. travels the world. And Nuts. He started yeah. when he met Bill Gates because Bill Gates is a robot. For sure. That was it. And the mushroom could feel it. The mushroom was like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. He's I've, like, touch him. Touch him. I've, grab his hand. <laughs> I've heard them explained as as like, I mean, I, I don't, you guys, I'm sure know way more than me, but I've, there's it's very popular and coming around, um, especially mental disorders, that it can be like for almost every mental disease across the board, like depression, different anxieties, personality disorders, OCD, all kinds of stuff like that. Mushrooms apparently clinically serve as like a reset, like a mental reset where you can kind of like wipe the shitty operating system that you've fucking built about from the your shitty childhood and then your shitty bad habits as a person thinking poorly as an adult like my first just reset it my first three trips got rid of my depression really yeah and my by the time i did it three times i was 23 and i had been depressed from the time i was like seven up until that time what what was your like how did your depression manifest like oh like what kind of symptoms 
how did it manifest? Oh, yeah, I was just yeah. like, really, like, I was, was really it? noticeably sad and just right. like didn't want to do anything. Didn't talk right. a lot in school. No unless energy, I was around, no vibrancy. Just, kind yeah, of thing, I couldn't or... concentrate on anything in school. Couldn't do anything and learning disabilities because they take you like into a room and they examine you and stuff. So I had a lot of learning disabilities and stuff. <clears throat> but it started because I got assaulted by this guy um, physically, not like sexually or anything, even though they're both bad. But he was much older. I was like eight. He was like in his 40s or whatever. And um, then after that, my dad disappeared. And then after that, I had a big brother in the big brother program. And they never leave. He's like, but my head to leave. So say again, he, he they never leave the big brothers. Right. They usually stay in the country. But right. mine had to leave. Oh, wow. So yeah. you go to like the last thing for yeah. someone who doesn't have a male role model exactly. and that fucking guy leaves too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That was like, yeah, that's a, that's a bit of a run. So and then, then after that, it was it like, all, yeah, right? exactly. Right. And then I turned to marijuana and I was like self medicating that way. And then mushrooms, like mushrooms are the things that made me think like, oh, you, maybe you could quit smoking. Maybe you don't have to smoke. Right. Like, it made my whole thought process just, yeah, there's, so a, much there's a study that mushrooms could repair brain cells that are shriveled by depression. Wow. I can't. I can't. I'm allergic. I can't do it. And Bella. And a lot of people turn to alcohol. Um, yeah, of course. Which is a fucking depressant. Like, why don't you just throw gas on a fire right. and you're depressed? Like, right. it's the worst thing. Exactly. Maybe they use that as a, like an escape or to numb out from their problems when they, I guess, mushrooms, you just face them head on and yeah. then you're fucking smashed through them and you're good to go. It's like it's like almost mushrooms brings them to you. The way I describe it is right. like it's like your brain's like a messy office, and mushrooms right. like gathers up all the files and puts them where they need to be, and then gives you, you like all Take the a un- look at them. all the unfinished shit. Read this and decide yeah. what you want to throw out. Exactly. Deal with this, or do you want us to recycle it or so burn it? So, uh, <laughs> or I can just bring it to you next time. Like right. <laughs> you decide. Oh, you want to ignore this? Here. It'll be here. Yeah, back. exactly. No, that's great. <laughs> Full yeah. blown. I'm a full blown mushroom advocate. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. surprised how much so. Because I remember you mentioned it when we did our first interview. You were I've like, only, "Yeah, I like I them." I haven't done them that much, but when I've I've always done them when I've had them around and available. Like yeah. that in London, those four or five times where it was like more the that was more like party shrooms with mm-hmm. comedian buddies. The last four or five have been more like vision. They're a little bit party, but all, like mostly just like the way I, I've done mushrooms recently. More the way I would go on like a a spiritual hike or yeah. like a meditate, not a spiritual, more like a meditative hike yeah, exactly. kind of thing. Like, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, but both times are because of proximity. Like I knew someone who had the mushrooms, they were easily available and I'm like, got them. I have another, another comedian buddy of mine, Monty Scott, who, when we were talking about mushrooms, he was like, he's like, bro, I'll do mushrooms anytime, anytime, <laughs> any place, sight, <laughs> Uh, like, like on site, and to the point where now his nickname. Anytime I introduce him, um, I introduce him usually as Mush- Monty Mushrooms on Skype. Uh, Mo- Monty <laughs> Mushrooms, Mushrooms on, on Sight Scott. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't called him out on it yet. So, but he's like, I'm like, really? Like, even if you had like you have. You have like a big show coming up, or you got like surgery scheduled, or he's like, bro, you got mushrooms? I'm in. Flat wow. out. He's like, I'm in. Let's get it's him ne- on the show. You want to take a break? Now? It's never a bad thing. Why? Oh, Shane's probably coming yeah. in. Hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually gonna ask you. No problem, Shane. I was actually gonna ask you. Um, a lot of people come to terms with like, uh, hey man. 
a lot of people come to terms with like terminal stuff. Like, and I know you said your brother passed when we were right. in the last interview. Did that right. help you at all deal with that? Like, does that come up at all? Um, I don't or think, were you already in a good I, I place? I don't think it really has come up. I probably haven't like fully dealt with any of that stuff. Um, but I think where it did is um, just realizing that we are in a cycle of life and that like yeah. a, a little bit of ego death is allows you to face like physical death, I think, and realize True. that it's like I'm only here for a short time. Um there's more to there's more to the meets the eye to to life and the cyclical nature of things. So in that way, I think a little bit, but yeah. not not wasn't like not I'm gonna directly. do mushrooms and I'm gonna think about yeah. people, loved ones I've lost, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. But in a, in a roundabout way, I think it helps you deal with some of that stuff because yeah. you, a, you never really had them in the first place. Like if you believe like we're all like some kind of weird sentient energy or energy that happens to be inside this mm-hmm. meat suit that has senses somehow like yeah. i don't know what we are after we're out of this but or it seems like we're just energy balls yeah. running around and we're and we think because we're in this and we have a perspective we have a fake perspective like oh i'm here and you're there We've and agreed. you're there but really we're just all the same energy but we're like we're in different meat suits the same way as a mushroom is a different mushroom in the forest but it's like connected through the forest floor wow right Right. wow look at this guy he knows (laughs) look at this guy are you on mushrooms right now i'm on a microdose thanks to mike yeah yeah. (laughs) but it's just the coffee apparently is all he said yeah no i like that stuff i've i've uh yeah i still like i don't mind drinking and I can still party and boozing it up but I do that recognizing that this is a shitty thing that I'm going to not feel good about tomorrow but in the moment maybe it's fun and allows you to have some fun times with family and friends or whatever if it's done like reasonably um, contained like if you just drink and drink and drink it at at the end of the night bad shit's going to happen where Actually, I want to ask you, um, and I'll let you jump in. Uh, I just want to know: Did it has it enhanced anything that you do in your profession, like your acting and the comedy stuff, coming up with skits? I think it's in, enhanced my entire life because I think if you have that perspective about like what is what is real versus or what is important versus not important, then you yeah. you kind of walk around with a, more of a confidence that yeah. that like what you're really doing or what we're meant to do, which is probably like enjoy yourself make the world a better place build things create things have fun find moments of joy and all the other shit's kind of bullshit true like everything other than that so creatively i think yeah yeah a lot of great like i one of the best things about mushrooms to me is if if you can write down your thoughts or record them or or note it i think the next day you have some great idea i've had some really fun ideas and fun little sketches and fun little scenarios that just like act out of my mind or like that i act out with people that i'm doing where we just like go down this wormhole of hilarity so really sort of connect dots that you wouldn't have otherwise connected yeah totally totally that's a great way to explain it just like a a weird like path of thinking same with weed a little bit um not a little bit 100 percent with weed. yeah Yeah. where you're just you're you're in a you're tweaked just enough that you're kind of 
your thoughts a little sideways compared yeah, to normal yeah. or you're thinking a little outside the box. Definitely. Have you tried any other psychedelics other than mushrooms in your life? Mm. No, no. I've done drug, drug or like whatever you'd call class, Substance. like substances, um, weed, alcohol, uh, shrooms. I've done, I think three key bunks of Coke in my life, uh, <laughs> key bumps, uh, which Classy. I didn't like any of that. Um, yeah. yeah. Coke is not for me. I don't think I need Coke. I can generally turn on energy and talkativeness and yeah. confidence without having that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're very. And I can't energy. stand the like something in my nose and yeah. nasal thing is the was the fucking worst. I always tell people, look at this nose. It's beautiful. Right. I'm not putting it in. Right. <laughs> the first time I ever did it was at a was in university at a house party, and uh, really? the only reason a guy offered it, a guy they were like cutting up small lines and and i was like no 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 i don't want that's not for me like i don't to each their own kind of thing i know people have it in their life and manage it it's just a party drug and then other people it fucking ruins their life but for me i was the moment first it was a no and then i i legit had this thought process i was like because i was like no because i know i I don't want to I don't want it to ruin my life. I don't want to mm. OD on it. I don't want to, you never know what you're getting in it sometimes too. So that's an issue more, more so these days than back then. But, um, I actually had the thought process of, I thought that first, like, no, I don't want to do this it's bad for you. you derail your life. And then I was like, wait a second. Are you so much of a fucking pussy that, that if you like really you really gonna do are you really gonna do a key bump right now and that's gonna throw you down this like slippery slope and spiral where all of a sudden your life goes out of control? I'm like, fuck you. Let's find out. You can for sure do a bump and that's all you do. It's like it was a tiny, tiny key bump. Yeah, it's yeah. like do the fucking bump so you can check that box and move on and admit to yourself like the same thought process I've thought to myself, like, could I start smoking just to quit, just to prove to myself oh, that God. I could start and quit right. smoking? Don't do it. How strong and I would never do I? that because yeah. apparently, yeah. apparently, like, cigarettes oh. are more addictive than anything it's else. Hard in heroin, um, yeah. But that was the process when I when I thought <coughs> when I first did a key bump. Wow. Um, the ego yeah. is a mysterious little yeah. guy. You see, how the ego yeah, did. The ego's yeah. like, yo, what are you a puss? Yeah, that's serious, exactly bro? what I thought. I was like, <laughs> it was like, it was like, fuck you. Like, really? That's your fear. Your fear is you're gonna do a little bit of coke, and then your life is gonna be ruined. Like, are you that much of a piece of shit that nah. you're like, you have no control that you can wow. do it, do this, yeah, and sense. walk away? It does make so, sense, but like, it kind of made sense, but it was still kind of it was a little risky. But, Risk, yeah. And definitely. I've done a little bit of e, couple couple bits of e here yeah. and there. One time in university, one time in Cuba on a beach, and it was amazing. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's yeah. incredible. But Jesus. nothing else, nothing harder. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do coke now for the reason of um, like bad shit mainly, and that I hate it in in my like yeah. I don't like it. Period. Yeah, period. I don't like the high. I don't need the high. Way like, too much of a roll of the dice yeah. nowadays with the fentanyl that's yeah. around and stuff. Really, uh, weed and shrooms, but both of those in yeah. in infinite amounts, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> infinite amounts. Right. Nothing bad can come from either one of those when done properly in the right environment. You got a I question think. there? I could. see. I could. You got a question? You got questions uh, locked and loaded? This guy likes to set them up. 
like he's it. good at setting them up. He's <laughs> like, you got a question, right? Oh, here we go. Yes, I have a question. Like, here comes a, the question. There's a sketch. Are you guys ready here. for the question? There's a sketch pad. I thought <laughs> I was going to be forced it. to sketch something <laughs> earlier. You could. <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah. So do, do you believe that psychedelic experiences will ever become like part of a modern yes. medicine practice? Yeah. I think, think we'll get this, there. I think it's probably on the tailing end. If it, if it was like yoga uh, and then moving into more meditation now. And I think this, uh, psychedelics are probably the next step after medication, uh, meditation and yoga. I think it's kind of a natural progression. I think there's science that backs it. I think more of mainstream, like I also use the term woke, but for lack of a better term, I think sure. people, people are seeing that and, and, connecting with this kind of stuff like a a purposeful like spirit quest or vision quest slash legitimate treatment for like I definitely don't believe that the pharmaceutical uh, world is the way to deal with mental disease because that's fucking everybody up and getting people addicted to shit with worse side effects than the original thing. Yeah, why would we trust them with and or killing people (laughs) like I mean, sooner or later, a pharmaceutical company is just going to get a hold of mushrooms and they'll make their own (laughs) version of it. But yeah, well, like it's a a problem for the lesser evil. Probably it it solves the problem. They want to maintain problems. That's true. Typically. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. I don't even know if they'd grab hold of it. Right. (laughs) for that reason yeah maybe right or they would just add shit that like solves the problem but you're also addicted to it they're they're currently making the uh the reefer madness version of magic mushrooms really (laughs) no like they're building a case that's what they yeah that's what they would do instead of uh, right instead of embracing it (laughs) no No, they aren't actually doing that i hope not there's no (laughs) way like if you if you're someone who has whatever anxiety i mean i'm not saying get off all your medications obviously you got to be very careful with that shit and for some people their pharmaceuticals is the perfect answer and they figure out dosages and balance then they're good to go but um if you're trying to figure all that shit out and you haven't tried mushrooms i think you should definitely give that a shot after reading like read the science on it and have a sherpa to to walk you through it but i would say i would say hands down to everybody that's how try I feel them. too. Yeah. Like if you've tried so many things, it's right. like, why not try this? And I'm in no way a physician. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> I'm not any of those things. So I'm not any of those don't things. Don't sue either. me because you watched a fucking podcast and <laughs> heard a comedian go, you should for sure do mushrooms regardless of your mental none of issues. Us, none of us are experts. Your honor. Right. Lars yeah. Glassington <laughs> here. <laughs> right. Uh, that's great. Judge, we hear that name, be like, out, everybody out, out, right. out now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wonder I what a better way to do it would be. I like what you said about like it, to put it in the control of corporations. It's like once a year, like our employees are just doing this. Uh, yeah, mushroom know, it's day. Like, it's National like, mushroom, yeah, mushroom training. <laughs> I know, I know guys or, uh, that are uh, they invest in companies and people and stuff. And if they meet somebody and they like them, the the last thing is they'll have them do mushrooms. Well, that's what Google does, really, right? yeah. for like their top execs, because they want to actually like see where this person is at, they or they want to know them, know them. Well, like, no, they want them to have that experience. They oh, want them to okay. See then life you, from that I perspective. See. Then you know them, right? <laughs> True, right? Yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. like we want to make sure you actually know. Like, yeah, that's kind of a Morpheus red pill, blue pill. Exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah. like, that's what they, the truth. The, they do at Google. That's what the topic is. Really? They take him to Burning Man and they and they uh, have him do a, a mushroom wow. trip. Yeah. You don't but need do, to but do they on... actually have yeah. him do a mushroom trip or is it just like they have a free for all? Hey, I'm not, I'm not there. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they do everything. <laughs> I don't know. Especially if you're a Google exec. <laughs> right. 
I don't know. <laughs> That's good. That actually makes me happy because I know that Google's probably leading edge of AI and cyborg technology, robot technology. Right. So if they're mixing in some mushrooms, then maybe we do have a chance. We do have a chance. Oh yeah. Gosh. That's that's a that's a good outlook. That's yeah. a Maybe they're just ahead of the game. Or they're listening. Shit. They're listening <laughs> right now to all of this. Uh, and Alexa's figuring every, out whether oh or not yeah, they every, are. F- every phone. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, they're here. Yeah, they're hearing all this. Damn we love it. you, Google. Alexa, you're great. When you're um, doing mushrooms. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I think another interesting way to do it would just be sort of like a grassroots family first so you you do them you know it you you get certified you take a test right you show your understanding right uh, that you're in that your head's in a good place and now you're right. allowed to now you're allowed to guide people who are close to you they have to three meet friends. certain criteria yeah three friends every you're, year you're describing <laughs> a perfect mushroom psilocybin um, mlm business MLM, there you go yeah. now you're thinking grassroots yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and you just go talk to your three friends about how the, all the benefits of mushrooms and how well you're doing and it's helped with your bank accounts and your oh. uh, residual income oh and then God. they find three friends and they find three friends and we're all fucking rich and we have no ego and we and we save uh, the climate right. mushrooms can save uh, save the climate that's the perfect answer we I need mean, to incorporate this business it's that or mushroom I'm, cigarettes I'm and down. i think this has legs, <laughs> this, this has well, legs. we could have mushroom cigarettes like in the mlm it's right. one of the yeah that can be need, for, yeah we, if you're we, a smoker we then need that's, some excuses for right? you yeah. yeah i mean if you're already smoking you might as well that's, be smoking mushroom cigarettes that's so true it's oh, pretty man. good there, yeah. That is going to be a thing soon. Somebody's going to have that. Like a it's mushroom. Already a thing. Cigarette that's like sprinkled with like reishi and like stuff like <laughs> right. that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like uh, dipped in it or rolled yeah. in it or something. Yeah. What is the. Uh, yeah. I think the whole world would be better for having mushrooms. Yo, as far I, as I'm concerned, there's there's not really a downside other than doing them in the wrong scenarios. And all your. The only beef you can have after that is with your own brain because you'd be like oh i had a horrible experience well you could because you have horrible things going on right here that need to be figured out yeah exactly people are expecting like a rainbow and like unicorns to like pop out but right then your deepest darkest stuff pops out yeah that's hard (laughs) yo mike can i ask one of your questions Uh, which one i saw it i saw it in passing and i liked it (laughs) okay can i say it yeah would you let your children do psychedelics yes (laughs) I not like as that kids. A lot. Not as I don't know that I would do it as kids, only because I don't know the if there's research behind that. If there was like research saying like drinking a little bit of mushroom tea on a holiday or something like that, or out when we're camping, yeah. Um, but a developing brain is a little more. Uh, same with weed. It's like True. is a kid crushing weed from age twelve till twenty good for his brain? Maybe not. Wasn't um, good for mine. But uh, yeah. I would have no I, I would have no problem explaining to my children while they were children that I was an adult. Like I wouldn't hide that fact from mm. them. I would want to educate them and I would certainly rather have them do mushrooms than other crazy party drugs like Coke or even True. even E and MDMA is kind of fucking nasty. Like it can, it can be yeah. can be shitty for your brain Definitely. and and bad one night experiences, but yeah, I'd rather give my kid a microdose than a beer. Yeah, you know. What yeah, I mean? almost. It's right. Like true. Like yeah. no, not almost. For real. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, That's it'd be interesting to see the studies come out on that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> who's kudos to the doctors? Guy. Yeah. And you, you should probably like 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 European um, cultures who who 
don't have as much problems with alcohol because it's just like a family, like because it's not so such a forbidden fruit where nobody can drink until you're this age and you have to drink in these places. It's like places where when you're like 15, you're like, here's a shot of uh, whatever, like shot of vodka. Even when they're younger. Yeah, when they're younger, because you're educating them and you're not making it seem like this crazy forbidden thing that only people when they're like being naughty get to do. Like if if you were to have with kids like I don't know what age would be appropriate, but maybe 16, 18, like if you're having serious life conversations with somebody, maybe you can have a serious one while you're on mushrooms. Yeah, I don't know. True. If you're like if you were a mushroom Sherpa already, like I think you would be great with your kids having like. If it, assuming you. it was safe and legal and didn't show that it was negative right, exactly, things, like yeah. if, if society was, was in a different if, place, if yeah. it was the same effect of, like if it's scientifically proven that a, a fifteen year old having shrooms is the same as an adult having shrooms, right, exactly. then I would say well, there's no reason not to. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. As long as you're there to, around to have the with talk, them, to set, coach setting, them through yeah. it, because there is there is a culture them. they have the kids do it at about six years old. Wow. Yeah. Cool. It's like a whole ceremony, and it's, and it's like a full blown dose. You never heard that? That's wow. a place. To oh yeah, there's the a studies. whole thing. There's yeah, there's a whole thing on YouTube. You can see it. I think Vice even might have covered them. Interesting. Right. A couple of times. Yeah, it's a weird tribe. Where, where is that? You... It's, a, <laughs> it's a tribe in British Columbia somewhere. It's just a bunch of snowboarders. It's a tribe. <laughs> it's a tribe in Kensington Market. They're called the Sleeves. Everybody right. has tattoo sleep. <laughs> Years from now, this is going to be used against me in a divorce court or something right, like right. this, or in a, in a, oh in a, in a children's aid. Uh, oh, no. Exhibit A. He clearly said he would allow his children to eat mushrooms. They are illegal. Oh, Case no. closed. No, I said they could do them with my friend Mike. Right. right. <laughs> the right. Sherpa. The Sherpa. Your honor. Right. The Sherpa in our legal mushroom MLM corporation. So, uh, so we're here to enlighten, to educate, to maybe change some people's minds. Uh, what's a leading misconception in your opinion uh, about psychedelics that might change somebody's mind? Ooh. Um, I think the main thing would be fear of the bad trip for for mushrooms, mm-hmm. like fear of like, oh, I'm gonna see goblins and ghosts and visuals and hallucinations. So, I think it's mainly fear. But I would say in life, you need to get through your fears. And for most people, the way to get through them is to just face them head on and smash through them. And you realize that you didn't really have anything to be afraid of. Right. Yeah. Or right. you did, but you had to deal with it. Right? Exactly. That's true. Yeah. Too. You can run from it or you can face it and deal with it. And then you can grow. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. That's what you made me do with stand up. Yeah. You gave me that pep talk. Stand yeah, up yeah. to it. I did it. Right. It's crazy. When I was on his podcast, he talked about uh, wanting to, oh, I always wanted to do stand-up. And I'm like, what the fuck are you waiting for? Man. Go do stand-up. Awesome. Then, then he told me about his brother, and then I was the same age, and I was like, I should. Interesting. Yeah. Really? I was wow. the same age. And I, I didn't like, know that. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Jesus. I'm like, 33? Sh- you were 33 at the I'm time? I'm 33 now. Right. That's why I was going into right. it. I'm like, I'm right there. Right. And I'm like, I should yeah. be doing the things. I had an older do. brother pass away from, he had cancer, but he, it happened when he was 33 and he was wow. in the prime of his life. Like, wow. living his dream That's in hard. New York City. He was a, he's a musician and he was a producer and he was an agent and doing all this stuff. And then out of the blue, got hit with esophageal cancer. And wow. less than a year later, he was dead. Holy shit! So Sorry to hear explain that. that yeah. Story to him. That's, yeah, it was brutal. That's, that's tough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's always the. Re- I think the reason that it's come up is, 
I don't know that that was necessary. It wasn't like a the next day I was like, I need to go do showbiz stuff. But it was always in the back of my mind like that he he died middle of doing all the things that he would want to be doing. And right. he was killing it at all of them. And but not like still on the rise and still on the up, up and up, like never really got a chance to achieve his full potential. Right. Um, and and so that's always remained with me since I've started to do this stuff. Like you, we don't know how long we're gonna be around. So I, people I, put their uh, uh, their hero dose mushroom trips as one of the top five most meaningful experiences in their life, and right. they put it up there with like uh, the death Deaths of a loved and one, births and birth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. so that's yeah, almost I, that's a t- so going through that experience, you had a perspective shift that kind of gave you the kick in the ass to right. to eventually yeah. start doing stuff. So that's, two that's kind of a similar. My mother passed away only a year before that. Wow. Both from wow. cancer. Wow. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, it was yeah. crazy. So when it happened with my brother, it was like we were, we were still the, so it's my mom, and I have two brothers and my dad, so four fifths of us were yeah. were male, and we lost our mom. So now it's just the boys left. Yeah. And then it was like a year. It was my mom died in January two thousand and two, and my brother died in December two thousand and three. So we were just start like not even recovering. We were just all shell shocked from our mother's death. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden this happened, but it was like kind of surreal. And then I remember thinking like, well. You, you got one, you got mom, obviously this one we're going to, he's mm-hmm. going to recover and yeah. it'll be fine. Right. And then it was right. like, what the fuck? What are the like, chances? Yeah. Yeah. So we went, I went from having like f- literally 40% of your family's gone within a year and a half. That was definitely a perspective shift. Yeah. That like kind of, but now I feel like after I was thinking about this because of mushrooms and because of dealing like kind of once you've dealt with some death that way, I think now if if someone close to me were to die I don't like I I feel pretty confident I wouldn't spiral into any depression it takes some while and you obviously yeah. grieve them and mourn them but have a pretty good grasp that this is like we're born to die and yeah. we all die and that's just how it is and that can happen to any of us tomorrow like yeah. we don't have really any I mean we have a little bit of control as far as like habits and making good decisions and but Trump, it's, like, but yeah, it, it's, it's also random a little yeah. bit. I was gonna say so, it's still a roll of the dice yeah, kind yeah. of thing, you know. Yeah, like you just yeah. never know. That's why when you told me that story, and then you mentioned like <clears throat> you're like this social media stuff. You're like he'd be killing it on here, and it's like fuck. Like he was like so close to that. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. He died in 2003, right so it was like pre YouTube yeah. and pre Facebook. Yeah. But any up until that point, any like little gadget or any new technology, like internet was around then, yeah. but not not social media. Yeah. And that was something where I was like, he would have fucking latched onto that like first, like you'd yeah. be, yeah. That but that I never had the opportunity to. It. That story uh, pushes me to like go after things, good, and, like little yeah, creative yeah. things, you. and do it, and like just get it done because I'm like, fuck, man. Like yeah, my yeah. dad passed, and then like one of my best friends passed, like same, like within four months of each other. It was right. very, very crazy. But, uh, yeah. And then also, and then you told me that story and I was like, fuck man. Right. And, like it happens to everybody. It right. happens a lot, like more than we care to think about. Right. So I was like, fuck, I really got to get on. I'm, I met a guy. Um, so I rent my car out on the app Turo, which is like Airbnb for your car. So I occasionally, yeah. when I'm, whenever I don't have, I only have my car in the city to, for gigs out of town and when I'm in the city I never use it so I started renting it out wow guy rented it out yesterday and uh, the reason that he was renting it out 
he had to drive up to Bowmanville for his cousin's funeral, who was a tow truck driver. And on Friday, on the first snowfall on the side of the highway, he was pulled over dealing with someone who was in the ditch or whatever. And another car lost control and smoked him. And now he's dead. Whoa. You're in your car. No, not uh, in my car. So the guy who was renting my car yeah, was renting it because he had to go to the funeral. Okay. Right, wow. right. Whew. But the funeral that he was going to <clears throat> was his was cousin guy, who yeah. was a tow truck driver Got who it. one second was alive doing the thing that he's probably done for the last 30 years of his life. Yeah. And then the next second he was dead. Planning on going like, home. Planning super on random home. thing. And, and it was funny because he said the guy... Um, the guy who was renting the car from me, I was like, he sort of told me that inf- info on what he was doing. And I was like, whoa, fuck. And I naturally being curious kind of delved into it and asked him like what happened. And and he was just like, yeah, that's life. And I was like, fuck, is that like it was life for that guy? But yeah. like that's like that. I mean, that is life. But like that's fucking shitty as well. Yeah. My, fr- my friend's sister just passed away. Yeah. She's Yeah. She just passed away. She's 28. Right. It was like 20. She was like a sister, but like, yeah, you just never know. Nobody's thinking. No, in our heads, you're like, oh, everyone's going to live till they're 85 years old. Yeah. Like, unless you've dealt with that earlier on, like yeah. you deal with it earlier in your life and you, you notice that that's like nothing is permanent. No, nothing's like guaranteed. Yeah. You know, so you got to do mushrooms. Gotta while do you mushrooms. Can. I, I like, what are you waiting for? I like the idea that we're <laughs> that we're all all of human life is just uh, incubating in an egg. And right. and any experience that any individual has is just part of our shared experience. Right. I and, buy that. And that we're all just sort of incubating into becoming a, a greater being. Right. Eventually, once we've had enough experiences. Right. Uh, that's something that's interesting. You know, yeah, what? yeah, almost like death is a graduation where like now you're yeah. on a higher plane. Like you figured like, I don't know, did that guy he unlocked something and it was like okay you don't need to be here anymore not well not even like you die and then you just restart the next the next experience right and you just do that again and and then that ends and and we're all just one consciousness right just sort of dying and getting reborn in different times bodies and then and then eventually becoming this this next level being that can right. the next that can create a universe of our own right this is or the whatever. thing the egg right yeah that makes total the, sense the egg. To, yeah. to me and i think a, a lot of people have the experience <laughs> to me the thing that is um proof of that is if you look at a zoomed out picture of the earth from space and then you realize all of everyone is in this one ecosystem in this one thing yeah plants animals us it's like how can you argue that we're not all connected that we are all one when you can like zoom out and look like we are all on this one controlled we're all right here (laughs) yeah every once in a while one of us breaks out and goes to the moon or mars or whatever (laughs) but like we're all in this equal equal equals ecosystem plants and animals really like i think we're and we we experience it. it different, and we have skills that most animals don't. But who knows? Maybe we just don't. Maybe they got shit. Like, I, think I, saw, I saw a picture of an absolutely. Octo- I saw a video of an octopus the other day, and it was changing colors because it was dreaming. Yeah, I saw that. You see that? <laughs> Did you see yeah. how the dolphins uh, <coughs> like to get recreationally high? They they find a puffer fish and they squeeze it. It releases toxins. They get high just like we yeah. do from weed, and then they yeah, pass yeah. it to the left. Yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you can give them mushrooms. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure you could. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, why not? Um, wow. Well, mushroom, the mycelium from the mushrooms actually I, grows in the ocean, so there's mushrooms no, everywhere. I actually knew yeah. a dolphin that did mushrooms to quit smoking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh All right, God. let's let's call it there. The let's dolphin end it. Was smoking, <laughs> the dolphin was smoking two packs a day, and I'm like, hey, man, you should for more on For more on the dolphin that quit smoking, uh, you can access our premium content. <laughs> right, right, right. right. We have Can you imagine? It's just me in a dolphin suit. I'm like, hey, guys, what's right. going on? <laughs> They're like, this is bullshit. Thought these guys are serious, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a weird thing to think about all that stuff, all that death stuff. But I like right. it, and I've been able to think about it more easily uh, now after doing mushrooms so much. Right. Because before it's I think not about really death, negative, and I go like this, and like, yeah, no, I can't think yeah, about yeah, it at all. It's, yeah, it's not really a negative thing. It's just what kind of is. And then if you if you do think like you're saying, as far as us being all like these being light beams or energy that just is manifests in different areas of yeah. of the world or of the galaxy or the universe then it's not a bad thing no you not at die. all it's bad because you like you miss them and you like to hang out with them and exactly. do all that shit but find like, stuff out the only thing that makes you think it's bad is your ego right your ego <laughs> and the eye. fact that you haven't right. yeah you haven't gone through it yeah because you're <laughs> like oh i don't get to be around them anymore yeah right. you know? <laughs> but alan watts always says that thing it's like think about like where you were before you were born and like he's like starts right. talking about that he's like and it could be the same kind of thing right do you know when you Can die you remember where you were before you were born man i don't remember at all but my dad like passed Mike away. Knows. He's like, uh, there was this one time I did mushrooms <laughs> and saw the whole thing. I, have, I, have I was no in idea. Cleveland, actually, before I was born. You know what? You know what I was talking about on One Pocket, the Phil podcast? What if like uh, good deeds are the currency in the afterlife? You don't go back. There's an afterlife, and the currency was good deeds. I mean, that's kind of Would you be what a lot of organized by? religion is built upon, isn't is it? it? Like heaven and hell kind but, of thing. But these like, are like, like those are like controlled. Like it's almost like oh, that's giving like all to your get deeds. in. You mean your deeds are going to like the churches and stuff? I'd be rich like, as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. What if you went there and you're like, you only have ten bucks? You're gonna <laughs> that'd be, be a good movie. Con- that'd be a good movie concept. Right? Just a society that like we work on good deeds, yeah. like, and it's just all like. And if you don't have enough people, to survive, they're like, this is like it's like a thousand bucks a month to live in heaven. Evan, you, you got to go back. You got to right. go back. You got to go back. No. <laughs> They're like, someone would and they rebel. put you in like. Someone would rebel and be like, fuck this system. <laughs> it's like these people fucking forcing us to do nice things. They put fuck you in, them. in a body and in they'd China. Be like, in a and they become like the evildoers. Yeah, they'd be like Lucifer. Start a whole, yeah, they start anymore. a whole society on like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You don't like that guy? Punch him in the fucking face. <laughs> Come with me. Satan. You know? Satanist. Right. That's like their deal. That's what right. they do. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. You guys do mushrooms, right? You guys are open to Satanism, no? I don't know. That's too far. Yeah, you crossed the line. Real. Well, you, you got to do a hero dose first. Right. You do a hero dose. Then you'll get it. Right. Who knows, man? Hey. I mean, the devil is in you, and God hey? is in you, I think. Like, that's my... I don't really ascribe to any, like, oh, there's God. Like, there's a man in the sky or a woman in man. the sky or some, like thing outside us my sort of closest thing that makes any sense is we're all like i said we're all kind of energy connected and if there's a god like thing it's really in all of us and we choose like any given moment i can have a loving conversation with you or i could fucking try to kill you right now or you could try to kill me like we all have we're equally good and equally bad at any given moment based on 
how we feel and what we want to do and yeah. stupid choices that we may or may not make. Yeah, we've yeah. all we've all done like weird stuff and we've all done bad stuff and we're also we're also capable of doing incredibly good things. Some people have amazing lives and then right at the end of their lives they like rape and kill a bunch of people. <laughs> or people do the opposite. Earlier in their life they rape and kill a bunch of people and then they live amazing lives like saints for the rest of it and do all these good things. Malcolm so X, like, man. He was beating it's women, like, he was a what's drug the, dealer. What's the net result of your like entire existence as far as like if you stacked up all your all the shitty things you did and all the good things hopefully you did more good things true i bet you epstein's just off being a good guy right now right he's on an island with tupac and biggie and elvis and all those guys (laughs) and he's like you guys want any kids and they're like no man you can't do that here (laughs) all right that's fucked. We can't go down that wormhole. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a crazy a whole other wormhole. podcast. That's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wrap it up properly. This is talking mush no, episode three. You wrap it with the last question. Oh, What's oh. the last question? What did you ask Dino the last time? Uh, when Will are you I coming back? No. After what? I'll come back whenever you literally. I'll come back. Oh, next week after, if we yes, yes, that's it. That's I'll the question. The, yeah, we'll when are you coming the, back? Like, and 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 more importantly, when are you doing more mushrooms? Because we want to invite you back from. So the person that I messaged before coming here, yeah. uh, I wasn't able to connect with her, but she's around later tonight or tomorrow and i'll probably go grab some of those mushroom chocolates from her episode so four later tonight or tomorrow i will personally be locked and loaded now i didn't have a plan of a hero dose uh there yeah i was but, gonna yeah are you ever gonna do that i mean i feel like now i have to part of the just yeah. you've 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 reeled me in just with the word hero <laughs> because in my head recently i wanted to do like action hero type movies and get into that kind of shit so i'm like well fuck if i want to be an action hero in a movie i gotta do a hero dose of mushrooms <laughs> it only makes sense or maybe that should be that my hero movie should be about a guy who does a hero dose of Mushrooms and that would be Mushroom Man, and then saves our forest. Mushroom Man, yeah. He just showed Mushroom Man shows up, and it's like, what's the problem here, guys? Here's some mushrooms. Here's some mushrooms, and then he just moves along like every bad, every bad scenario. Here, drink this tea. Here, drink this tea. Thank you, Mushroom Man. No problem. Right? That's you're tired. (laughs) You're tired. Drink some reishi. Shroom Man, mushroom. But he doesn't fly. He has to. He has to travel through the ground. Like, right, like yeah, mycelium. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't ooh, fly. Ooh. Yeah. He just goes anywhere he, in the earth. He, he travels through uh, Elon Musk's uh, hyper. Right, <laughs> yeah, those tubes. No, the the boring holes. Oh, right. yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. The what do they call those? Uh, Hyperloops, or I don't know what they are. Yeah, those. yeah, yeah. It's called the Hyperloop, but it's done by the boring company, right. I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So sorry, you're you're getting off track there. But yeah, are you? Do you actually plan on doing a hero dose at all in the future? With, right. a, hero with a proper dose, sherpa, like of course. Four, five, five grams. Six, five oh, plus. Man. Is the answer five plus six? six. Uh, I you generally s- want to go to the plus if you want a better chance. I'm a big guy. You don't want you don't want yeah. a dud. You don't want a dud, right? And you're a big guy, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Seven. Yeah, and then you go through all that nightmare. We don't condone doing mushrooms to, to not at all. Look in the camera and say it, so they at can, all. They can yeah. see the lie in your eyes. Oh. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I want to. <laughs> I, I want to. I know I need to. But I uh, like has that ever been in your mind at all, or you like just been thinking? Of I've thought about it, it, but I'm also very happy. Like I feel like I already know. Like I, I feel like I know what that will be like 
at an intellectual level already. So part of me is like, do I need, even need to do that myself? It's like, it's, it's the type of thing you, you do at the, it's like the right time, the right place. You right. know, you know, when you, you, when you need to, it's right. not something you want to just do because, right. because yeah, that's why I was right. asking. Uh, if it was so it's not a, yeah, it's yeah. not like a, something you'd want to rush into necessarily just because of us. But um, honestly, I would be, I would be way more likely to do it. Um, I mean, with you, if you've done it that many times, but also with like cameras and microphones and shit like that, <laughs> if I, if there was a way to document it as well, then yes, there is a way to document, then it. I would, I'd be game. Yeah. We could talk about that. Yeah. Bro. We'll eat six mushrooms a half an hour before uh, the podcast on an empty stomach. And then <laughs> what do you be a happens. podcast? We can make like, a yeah, we won't eat, we won't eat half an hour then if you right. eat it on an empty all? stomach. <laughs> right. Right, it'll kick in. Your okay, stomach's, so your stomach's yes. looking for something to. My answer is yeah. yes. I um, aspire to be a hero, so I will. Uh, awesome. We look forward to hearing about you being a hero. Amazing, man. <laughs> We're at the minute or an hour and uh, fifty-three minutes. Nice. I'm glad we did. Yeah. I knew that you. was gonna happen with you. Yeah. Smarter than you that look. That would run long. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You got, Thank you. You got good conversation. <laughs> Thank you. You do good convo. Episode three, talking mush with. Lars Classington. Yo, I hope oh, you learned actually, something. You know stop, stop, Hit me stop. up at Lars Classington on Instagram. Yeah, I was oh, going to yeah. say, Facebook. You, you have a weekly show Mondays? Are you still doing no, that? No, we're not doing that anymore, oddly yeah. enough, because the venue put in indoor trees, so the showroom now doesn't have sight lines. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you'd have to like look through a forest indoors, which oh. sounds really cool, but it's actually not the best for a show where you're supposed to be able to see the person on no, stage. No, not at all. It's like uh, a rainforest cafe. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah exactly. It was, it was a venue at 18.30. Shout out to 18.30. Go there. It was probably a beautiful place to be on mushrooms. If you're going to go to a place, you've been there. It's kind of funky. I've like been the, there. The, Met the owner. Very, uh, very cool interior design. But uh, no more Monday fun days. But uh, okay. you hit me up at La- Lars Classington. I do lots of shows around town. Yeah. Or uh, at Laughing Vikings is my production company and studio. Yes. So you can follow and along. And Where is that located? That's uh, Queen and Broadview. 696. Queen Street East. Queen Street East. Studio, we do a lot of self-tapes there, actor self-tapes. So if you're an actor and you need help with an audition, uh, we've got uh, professional actors who are readers and help you shoot and edit your self-tape to submit it. I was actually supposed to come there to see if I could shoot my podcast there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We do a little bit of podcasting, but podcasting takes so much time. um, Yeah, it would. That's the thing. I would have to pay for like two hours every time, at least. Yeah. You got a great setup here. What do you need? You don't need anything else. Well, yeah, now I'm here with him. Colin's right. process, though, like uh, I'm trying to like bring it closer to where all the musicians and stuff right. are, you know? Right. It is a good area for that. And they're usually like transport, like, you know, transit, I mean, you know, they're on bus and stuff, so it's hard. But we'll see. But is there anywhere else that you were you're doing like a weekly show or anything no, like a, that? Not a weekly no? right now. Uh, okay. Well, actually, we're we are recording a podcast at the studio still. Thirty nine drunken disorderlies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is a podcast about the crazy stories of a six foot eleven giant that we happen to be friends with called Giant Bob, Big cool. Bob, uh, who's a punk rocker bouncer and in his life from age eighteen to twenty seven uh, had thirty nine drunken disorderly citations. So, wow. Uh, like you guys talk about uh, mushrooms being one of the better substances, we talk about alcohol being one of the crazier slash poorer uh, substances I've and watched, all the crazy wow. things. I've watched yeah. a couple episodes. It's actually yeah. really good. He has some 
fucked up stories. Crazy fight he's stories. Like, yeah, he's just huge. Yeah. Like he but, walks into the room and all of a sudden he looks like you. I'm a baby. You know he's, yeah, like yeah. I like I, <laughs> so I stand. I'll give him a hug and my my head is resting comfortably in his bosom, oh, no. like right here. Yeah. <laughs> he's giant. He look, literally how how we met him is I was in a live a theater version of Princess Bride. <laughs> and he was playing Fezzik, Andre the Giant's character, okay, to true. a T. Like, doesn't even, you're like, am I just watching the movie on yeah, stage yeah. right now? Uh, and we met him, and after shows and rehearsals, we'd be smoking a joint and having a beer with him. And he started telling us these crazy stories. And at one point, he said, I've had 39 drunken disorderlies. And it, uh, like a little like light bulb went off. We're like, like, that sounds like the name of a movie or a show or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we wanted to make we want to eventually make it into sort of a dark comedy action comedy reenactment type docudrama. It's like show hundred ways his, to die. Right. Yeah. 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 A little bit. <laughs> wow. Hundred ways to be drunk. And, and um, yeah. So like the, to give you an example, like he, he's a bouncer, so he's been in crazy fight scenarios. He's a punk rocker. Uh, one of the terms he used the other day was spaghetti arms, and spaghetti arms is when he's broken. A guy's arm to the point where it's just like flop, like there's not really any semblance of structure or yeah. bones. That it's just yeah. like that's what that for me. That's just when my inflatable. arm gets numb in the morning. Fuck. Right, that's Sp- horrible. Spaghetti arms. <laughs> Jesus. So. And, and where can people find that podcast? Uh, that's uh, it's everywhere you listen to podcasts. Thirty nine drunk and disorderlies, Perfect. or the Instagram is at thirty nine dd show. I'm gonna have to listen to that. Yeah, it's great. we don't have a ton of content uh, on the Instagram site yet, um, but we'll be slicing up. We have like twenty five episodes that we've done, and I think there's twenty one online. Great. Um, and I'll just. A lot of crazy stories but we don't glorify booze because i think the net result of booze is probably negative on most people's family uh, lives and mm-hmm. families but um but he has some crazy fucking stories and all of us have great stories that were, were booze were involved some of the craziest most fun things you've ever done with your buddies of course and then a lot of people have some of the worst nights of their lives and yeah terrible things that have happened as a result of booze so we kind of face both of those head on and don't really glorify it we talk about the crazy shit and the reality of it being a very addictive and destructive substance for a lot of people so you know what do you have anything left to say no i don't okay so we i said was, goodbye like 10 minutes yeah ago. yeah We're yeah still here. but this you know like what bonus footage yeah it, don't don't worry it's only been five minutes yeah, we, can go, <laughs> we can go longer but yeah. i just would like um if you could say your thoughts on uh, psilocybin and if anybody hasn't done it, like what you think, like if they should do it, shouldn't do uh, yeah, it. Yeah, I think I have. I not and iterated that. I think people, that people should. No, yeah, but I we have to have it at, like right at the end. Like I, I think you should 100% try it in a safe, like do some research on it. Look at some of the scientific um, journal meta, like from a trusted source. I know it's hard with fake news and all this shit and someone who, who you know and trust who's tried them and, and do it and start out like start out in the right scenario with people, you know, around situations that are comfortable and do like a gram of it, like eat a chocolate or do one, see how you feel, go in nature. You want to try more, try more and do what's comfortable. But I don't think you'll ever have a bad trip if your head's okay going into it. Yeah. Uh, and you're in those good situations and like we said before even if you have a bad trip that might have been something like you'd be better off for because you had yeah. to deal with some shit in your head perfect go mushrooms awesome <laughs> i'm fully on team mushrooms is what you're asking sick team booze i'm like eh, i'm like i can deal without that i could never have it again but i still do drink but 
Yeah. Team Mushroom, 100%. Sick. Awesome. All right. Episode three. Episode three. Talking mush. Lars Classen. I hope you learned out. something. Michael Johnson. Colin Cummings. All right. We're out. Cheers. Lars Classen. <laughs>